I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who the fuck, Gambino? That nigga on your TiVo. My hotel costs a kilo. I'm baking like a free throw. Fuck y'all. We A-team. Y'all playing B like Walgreens. Cop that shit and paint it black. Niggas want they summer back? Ha ha. No way. Hugh blows. Dolce. Beans in my hand. Girls in my car. Still with man, but steamy me tomorrow. Homegirl on that Master P. Watch us ball like referees. Unnecessary roughness? We just trying to function. Hey, welcome so to Solo. The- Welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we are back off of a little mini hiatus. There, a little little break. You know, mm-hmm. we had to get our holiday on. Um, definitely took a couple of days, but you guys got like some extra long shows. Out yes, of that. people was enjoying that. It was like day off, but uh, yes, I got a three hour show. <laughs> yeah, we took it back to the old school. You know, uh, we had some great guests. We um, did. I thought the, uh, you know, sometimes you lose track of time because your guests are so good. I know, right? And you um, have so much fun with them. Yeah. So we, you know, we had a little, we got a little out of control with the, with the, with it, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be back, you know, to, to normal now. But, uh, we also put a bonus episode out mm-hmm. of Karen's Lip Smacking Good podcast, uh, episode three where she talked to, uh, Chef Kenny Gilbert. Um, that was a fun interview. Yeah, he's from, uh, Top Chef season seven. Uh, you guys may know him from that if you guys are into that. And, uh, you know, get to hear a little extra, pre- a little premium, what it sounds like when, when Karen does her premium thing. And, uh, you know, that was cool. Yeah, um, Roger Gate, the only one that can interview y'all. That's right. This is correct. Uh, we also had, um, the, the ladies from the Black Astronauts Ladies Launch on mm-hmm. the show. Uh, we had Jess Wood and Josh Homer from the Ratchet Hatchet podcast. Yes. So, uh, you know, we had some, some people, you know, first time on the show together and all that stuff. Um, and, uh, that was cool, man. Love introducing people to new concepts, new podcasts. I do the world. too. We, we will continue to do that. Yeah. So, uh, that was cool, man. We really appreciate everybody for, um, you know, uh, enjoy, hopefully you guys enjoyed your, your holidays, your new years, your new, new years, new you. Uh, your, 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 your Christmas presents. All that good stuff. Yeah. Your Hanukkahs, your, your Kwanzas, um, all that good stuff, you know. In the meantime, we still, uh, keep grinding. So, uh, we do. there's all kinds of feedback that's collected over the last couple of weeks. So I'm sure the show will be, uh, pretty feedback heavy. Yep. Uh, but, uh, let's, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. Unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, find us at the blackouttips.com. Search the blackout tips on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, all that stuff. Listen to the podcast. Enjoy it. Uh, we always keep the most recent 10 episodes up. Um, we are doing the official tippies um this this year for 2013 mm-hmm. uh you can now nominate uh we'll keep that open for a month probably yep. uh where you can nominate uh people uh and moments from the show mm-hmm. for tippies and you know get your opinion out there this is just a nomination period we're not actually voting, voting so yet. no not yet if you guys have something where you just like you know oh i remember this cool moment from the show or i thought this thing was funny uh, even if it's like a premium show, if you're a premium member and yep. you wanna, you wanna, you know, suggest that, you can do, you can do that. Yes, you can. Um, if you're, uh, you know, if it's, if you're not a premium member, if you just remember when something happened in this year, you know, you don't have to get it to the minute mark. Just kinda let us know and we'll figure it out and, uh, I'll have to go back and, uh, you know, 
like work on uh finding the, the clips for those mm-hmm. but uh you know if, if you can't get the minute mark that's absolutely fine uh and we'll talk about some of the the ones that have already started to get nominations mm-hmm. and things of that nature mm-hmm. And um, we're we leaving it for 30 days. That way everybody can catch up. And for those of you that was, you know, debating on premium and all that stuff, this is a great time for you to go premium so you can literally hear all the old episodes and the premium shows. If you like, well, I want to nominate, but I haven't heard any everything. This will give you a plenty of opportunity to do that. Yeah. If you're premium, you can you can go to the blackout test right now and log in and like all the back episodes i think all the way down to 350 are on there mm-hmm. um and we're talking about a show like you know today we'll be recording like episode uh like basically like 615 or something almost you know like wow we 614 614 cool. is today so so you know there's all the way back to 350 and then plus the first 170 are already on there too so you know you can just go look at the post and play it from the bottom of the you know that post right there is like a little play button um so yeah, yeah. Play it straight from the site play it straight from the site it's really easy so if you forget something you're like oh what, what episode did that happen boom go to the blackouttest.com and just play it you know yep, um that that as long as you're premium yep that and also on the site you were like well i forgot the episode up in the corner it's a search button so type the name or type yeah. the guest uh it was yeah, we have pretty extensive yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go oh ahead. no problem no problem as much as you can remember and our site is really really good about searching and pulling stuff up so you can go find the episode if you don't remember yeah we have some pretty good show notes too so you mm-hmm. know if it's just like oh they talked about tyler perry you probably can put tyler perry, perry in like there. 17 different shows to pop up and of you can course out from there um but yeah make sure you guys do all that stuff um of course while you're at the blackouttest.com you can sign up to donate to the show you can become a premium member of the show um someone sent me an email and i'll have to email them back but they were saying what's the difference between becoming like a recurring donator and a premium member well um go to the blackoutist.com slash premium and it pretty much gives you a description of how to sign up and um you know the and then and then it's like a a recurring uh you know fee uh like monthly to to do that with a donation you can just do like one-time donation you can do any amount you can do five dollars ten dollars a dollar like you can do whatever you You want want to and it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. so um you know that's the difference like you're not you know that like with the actual premium and then of course with premium you get access to these shows um that uh you typically couldn't hear so you get to hear uh us do uh balls deep sports which uh you know i feel like the less sports there are, the crazier that show gets. Of like, course. And that, that's like the best time. A lot of people don't realize like when, when you and Justin get together and it's not as much sports, it's literally you and Justin talk anyway, but it's going to be more of you and Justin talking. Yeah. Which is me to me, absolutely the best shit ever. Um, and so I'm looking forward to, to that in the summertime and shit like that. When it's like what golf and, nascar racing and yeah and and stuff like that i mean you're gonna be covering it but you're gonna be covering it y'all way not to mention i mean we are right about a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. i know that people probably think well y'all are just some silly dudes but if y'all listen to us man we be we be calling <laughs> our shit man like we use some unorthodox methods to analyze sports but <laughs> the it, we're all we're right so often it's getting insane man so i mean you guys should be checking that out. Um, and of course we do a lot of funny stuff there. 
um and uh yeah so uh you can also do stuff like leave comments on the site vote in the polls uh leave your comments on different posts mm-hmm. uh leave comments on your votes in the polls if you want to be that kind of person um you know contact information is in the about section the email address the mailing address yeah um, thank you to all the people that sent us stuff over the break yes thank um, you so much Rubox Ru- riot she sent us some alcohol mm-hmm. which i'm sipping on right now some i think it's called 10 cup yeah uh from colorado i mixed it with a little dr pepper seems pretty good to me um shirley wong she shirley, sent us a card yeah uh man so many people sterling sent us a card like, yes i honestly man it's crazy like so many people are showing us love sending us stuff i lost track me too that's like, how like i d- never would have thought we'd be at that point uh with this show where people would be like where you're just like ah, who sent who the, sent this? You were thanking the wrong people. You was like, oh, yeah. my, my bad. Um, that wasn't you. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I got your alcohol. I was like, uh, mine hasn't come yet. Oh, well then. My, 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 uh, my, apologies, my, sir. My, my, my bad. And it's one of those things where we just want to tell everybody, thank you. Yeah. It means a lot. And, and y'all just don't know. And it's hilarious because the, uh, PO box we go to is predominantly like white and like an Indian lady runs it. And when I walked in there, the dude was like, I was like, yeah, I need to box such and such. And he was like, oh, you're the black guy who tips. I say, uh, uh, yes, I am. He said, okay, I was just, I was just wondering who, who these people were. All of a sudden, I was just getting all this stuff with their name on it. I was like, well, well, thank you. So, you know, shout out to everybody that's been showing us love and sending us things. It, it literally means a lot. Y'all help keep, keep us motivated. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out to even thinking about doing that. Yeah, that's always crazy too. Um, when people find out that we're the Black Guy Tips podcast, cause <laughs> yes. there's always that reaction like, you, that, that's y'all? Yes. And, like, and, uh, what, what is that? And, uh, exactly. it was hilarious. The other day, uh, one of our favorite, um, uh, I guess a Mexican type of restaurants we went into, we had talked to the manager. We see her all the time and I figured out she was a manager because certain managers have certain styles about them. When you go, mm, you're not no regular server. You like you go above and beyond the call of duty because you're looking at all the dollar signs. You ain't looking about what you walking out with tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny though because uh, we introduced ourselves and handed the card, and she was like, "You know what? I seen in the email the black guy who tips. I thought it was a joke." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what's not happening. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, man, make sure you guys, uh, continue to, like, you know, correspond and you can get all that contact information. The number for the voicemail line, 704-557-0186. But if you ever forget, go to blackoutist.com, check out the about section. All that stuff is there. Um, let's talk about the people who did donate because, um, you know, we've basically been off for two weeks. So there's a ton of donation emails, <laughs> like just, Woo-hoo! uh, cause people, I'll, I'll be surprised if there's not people on here twice, possibly you know yes thank you uh remy w uh thank you very much remy we appreciate that recurring donation uh dd uh hit us with that recurring donation ddf uh cedric the entertainer w hit us with that that recurring chandra g yes chandra g hit us with that recurring donation uh terry w appreciate you damian jackson who i am for real Hit us with that recurring donation. Um, Eric M. Thank you, Eric. With Joe McLean. <laughs> yeah. You ain't sinking, is Michael, you? <laughs> Michael Irvin, the playmaker. Hit us with that recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Greg G. Uh, Mr. Span. 
You know, some recurring donations. Who is back on his grind, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy, Mr. Spad. I sent you play, I sent you feedback, and the show didn't end, so I might send you a little bit more. Yeah, I've been trying to, we've been trying to work with him to get on his show. show yeah. And, uh, Tom has just been acting crazy cause with the holidays Days, and all this stuff, but, yeah. uh, travel and stuff, but, uh, look out for that. We should be on there soon. Yes, sir. Um, and you're gonna get him back on with the New Year sometime soon. For sure. Jessica Kang of the Librarians. Yes, sir. Uh, Winnie A. I believe she's new. Uh, Winnie. Hey, Winnie. Thank you. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Marvin B. Yes. Marvin B. Uh, hit us with that recurring donation. Marcus C. Hit us with a recurring donation. Uh, Marvin B. with another recurring donation. What? what? Told you somebody would be on it twice. I don't Thank even know Marvin the B. rules. Mm-mm. Jennifer H. <laughs> recurring donation. Rovita, Rovita. So glad to meet you. Uh, hit us with that recurring donation. Monica C. Recurring donation. Harris Teeter. Yes, thank you, Harris T. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Harris Teeter. We 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 spent a lot of money. We y'all had a great chicken deal. Mm-hmm. Buy two packs of chicken breasts, get three free. I was all on that shit. Thank you, Mister mm-hmm. T. Get them and freeze them. Hell yeah. Uh, Bomani Jones, um, recurring donator to the show. Thank you so much. Um, and that is everybody for the last few weeks. Um. Thank you, man. Just so many names to name. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so yes. many people hooking to show up, showing us love uh, over time, especially we don't read them for a couple of weeks and it adds up like that. You're like, look at all this. All this love. All this love. All this black yes. money. Supporting your own, supporting the, the people that, you know, entertain you. You know, like, yes, it means fuck a so radio lot. station. Ain't that the truth? Okay, I, I literally, other than NPR, on me no harm. I really don't listen to any other radio and I listen to NPR cause white folks be educating me on some shit I ain't never heard before. But other than that, mm-mm. All right. We got all kinds of feedback. Got five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We promise to read every five star review on iTunes and Stitcher live on the show, regardless of content. Someone left a four star review on Stitcher. Very kind words, very nice stuff she had to say about us, but it's four stars. I can't read it. Nope. I made a promise to my dying grandmother (laughs) and she said don't you ever boy ever let them people give you four stars (laughs) and i said yes ma'am so i can't do it guys y'all just gonna have to uh deal with it Mm -hmm. five Um, stars only we see it but but we don't read it could offer me a free blowjob in there it'll never be read (laughs) ever so. Yep, could have offered us a threesome, anything. We like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wait, nope. Yep. Oh, here's a million dollars right now, guys. Read my four star review. No, Mm-mm. I got my integrity. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and uh, read some reviews. Um, you were so close. Go back and revise it, and uh, I'll read it. Mm-hmm. That's the only promise I'll make. Yep. Um, so iTunes or Stitcher? What do you want to do first with the reviews, Karen? Let's do iTunes. All right. Uh, entertaining five stars by Feather32. I love the show. Being from Los Angeles, it is good to see different perspectives and spins on a variety of topics. Keep them coming, please. We will keep them coming. We will. Um, also, you know, I, I enjoyed this, uh, you know, out of California, uh, Black is Online. They have a podcast out of California, mm-hmm. black, black people. So, you know, if you want to hear like some, local perspective on some stuff mm-hmm. you know check and, them out and they grind hard too mm-hmm. uh 
I wonder if I think I may have already read this. It's been so long I can't remember. It don't so. matter. You own it twice then. Nobody does it better, Prince Laron. Uh, this is the best podcast on iTunes or any other platform. Ryder Care, another most dynamic duo since Eric B and Rakim. You will come for the comedy, but stay for the authenticity. I don't think it's possible to listen to one show and not become a fan. Definitely worth a listen. Thank you. Silent YouTube. Great podcast. Five stars. This is one of the most fun and insightful podcasts I listen to on the regular. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Silent YouTube. Bygone 75 says your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Do yourself, nay, do the world a favor and get on this podcast. Rod and Karen are the folk that you sit down on the front porch, drink ridiculous amounts of vodka, cranberries, and then yell at the kids passing by. <laughs> like old folks this truly is my favorite podcast couple i've been listening for a while and i've come to honestly respect this dynamic duo and how they interact with people they are never afraid to help out their friends and seem to genuinely care about the world they live in i really i'm really appreciative of how rye helped out my girl jess wood and her time of need if you want humor and brutal honesty these are the two for you just don't follow rod on twitter surge and he'll block you if i had any critique <laughs> it's with miss karen when she says, this is only my opinion. Mrs. Karen, you are the queen of your situation. You don't have to stay otherwise. Anyone who disagrees can go eat a bowl of rhino reproductive organs. Full disclosure, Roderick, my spelling. <laughs> I like that he knew, he, spelled, uh, he or she knew that they spelled my name wrong. It's like, fuck it, this is what I'm doing. Uh, and I share the same name. Oh, okay, so you spell it right. Okay, you don't got the E. I see you playing, you know, nothing wrong with that in these streets. As long as you get that resume, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a bit biased. I actually decided to become a paying member based upon the work they do for other people. We have to support those who support others. Um, oh, another point. My wife is Japanese and she also loves this podcast. Your end of the year episode with Jess and Josh had me laughing so hard that my Japanese in-laws thought I was having a fit. Thank you both and keep doing what you do. Well, first of all, to her, tell her I said, Konnichiwa. Yes, Konnichiwa. Um, and then if she says anything back, tell her I don't speak anything else in japanese that, that's as far yeah. as it goes now he really good with the pronunciation because of the uh ja- um uh, anime we watch mm-hmm. uh although you know i i everything else i speak probably relates to like tentacle porn and shit and that's not appropriate uh, yeah that's yeah not, I, I don't bring I don't that think, up I, I, I don't think she want to hear you know episode 53 of, of the black bible I don't think yeah she, want she don't that. want she don't want to know about that Mm-mm. um but uh yeah man thank you so much for uh the kind words and um yeah you do got to help people i think you know i'm it's funny though because i say that and then i know other people that you know like don't think we should help as many people as we help yeah yeah and they told us that before and it's yeah and, and it's one of those things where i feel like this for me and Roderick, that's just what we do i can't explain it it might not make sense to other people but it's just what we do you know we yeah. help people who need help we we extend information out we you know give people knowledge and things like that and it's one of those things where and i've said it before you have to show love to get love and yeah. and, and, and I, I stand by that and the thing is i'm not i'm not saying we'll do any and everything for everybody i'm not we're not pushovers and shit and we're not gonna do all the work for your show but if you need somebody point you in the right direction if you you know shit is confusing because shit is often confusing man when you're coming at this from a perspective of somebody that you know isn't a content producer you're not a person that does any tech shit it can be daunting and overwhelming and sometimes you just need somebody to be like oh here's a good resource yes um but i do for the record i try to point people 
into things that will help them but they still need to do, do the, the work. work and and that's how you separate the people that you can really fuck with and the people you can't yeah. to be honest mm-hmm. the kind of people that um you know don't want to do the work the kind of person that always depends on you to do everything for them i don't really fuck with them because i have a ton of shit to do myself ain't that the truth but if it's just somebody like man like how how do you edit your audio or whatever and i can be like first of all you can get tutorials on youtube here's a couple um you know is that you know what specifically you know what's what's going on with your audio that you need work blah 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 like we can talk that out you know or you know like with her rss feed like that's just a concept most people aren't familiar with Hell you know no. especially manipulating one how it gets picked up like i remember reading about all this shit and being like i don't know and so much of what you learn is trial and error yes it is if if somebody can't like if you're too good to be like this person that is being cool with me needs help but i'm too good to fucking talk to them then, then you're not really a good person that I would want to hang around anyway. That's true. And I've always learned this. Nobody, nobody knows all the answers. Yeah. Nobody. And whatever knowledge and information you got, you had to learn from somebody else. If you go on YouTube, somebody else made that video. You look online, somebody else posts that pic. Nobody has all the answers. Yeah, sometimes you learn shit helping people. Yes, you do. And sometimes they teach you something by accident. You know, they ain't even, they don't even know that they know some new shit. You're like, wait, they doing that now? Okay, let me look into this. So, um, all right, Stitcher Radio. We have five star reviews to read on there. Uh, thank you guys who submit five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, man. Like I said, shows us the love and, uh, it helps us move up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. It helps people recognize the show, um, and stuff like that. I think we got stuck in a weird limbo with Stitcher this year where, we're no longer um the the new people on the block so we didn't get like we can't get nominated for like best new original this whatever but we're not but we're also not like you know the number one comedy podcast level because only five podcasts made it in comedy Mm -hmm. so like this kind of shit helps you know what i mean when you Mm -hmm. guys leave these reviews it helps us to look better and it also helps people to find the show so you know this is this is huge for us so thank you so much um number one fan bob since says five stars part of a well ratchet diet <laughs> this, i don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> i feel like that should come with a breakfast cereal or something yes this toast and some eggs uh this show is a staple of my podcast diet for current news and events i turn to ride and care for sharpening my racial sword no samurai and i turn i turn to ride and care so glad to be a fan of ride and care thanks bob thank you sweetie and uh not to mention i mean uh if you come to us for news you probably miss out on a lot of stuff but you definitely get the funnier <laughs> shit yes you do like you might it's like wait what happened health care reform i was too busy learning about this sheriff in new jersey that <laughs> yeah <laughs> he pulled over black people for no reason did you hear about this that that was breaking news to me you know i think some people might actually come to us for news right but, and, and it's one of those things where yeah you're gonna get it but we 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 can't guarantee you is 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 gonna be about um how you say healthcare reform or right. about you know the the new laws for the schools or no right. no shit like that. I can tell you seventeen Beyonce think pieces, but of course, uh, I don't know what happened because in our world that is breaking news. Who was elected mayor <laughs> of New York? Right, Miss Christopher Rice said, "Me and Rodrin go together." I love myself some Rodrin so much that my feelings of jealousy are starting to overboil. 
oh lord every time i see another guest or mention of another person let's just say i'm making a list we shall be together forever soon roger and trust very soon i'm giving y'all a fair warning back off my roger and that is all what <laughs> you just threaten everybody for showing us love on the show she's like look i got a problem i was here first yeah this is this is gonna be like the stand song for eminem that's the kind of shit that make me never want to meet each other come on you're scaring me yeah i know but i don't know if i um yeah but like let's meet for dinner and hang out why you have scissors and why did you cut your hair to look like to look like mine yes step my outfit um did you get that out my closet right scaring me um chantalicious zz five star says never born always keeps me interested thank you to the blackout test podcast for keeping me informed on any current news and also for making me laugh when i'm down some of the news makes me sad and that is the reason why i don't watch the news this podcast makes everything seem so interesting and i love that yeah well you know we try to laugh at the shit yes yeah you can't be. you might get it but it, it's gonna be in a funny ass form yeah. but like three midget died and they got hit by a car while the mama slapped the baby on the side on yeah. the sideline some of the shit is serious and we talk about that too but you know we try to keep it to, to the jokes you know get it yes. moving keep it moving as they say quincy l says five stars hey there straight and smoking jacket are you a podcast listener to describe tbgwt would be like having to describe a podcast if podcasting had never existed what (laughs) that's so deep i'm lost (laughs) (laughs) it would be like the first time someone had thought to take paint take paint to canvas and created art and someone else had seen it and without being told understood it was art no it is not the mona lisa does that make it any less poignant you should try it it's engaging it's interactive guess the race effing with black people listen come back and bring your friends tbgwt unto others as you were tbgwt unto yourself <laughs> <laughs> anyways it's a good show you'll le- you're at very least like it and who doesn't like liking stuff your boy lloyd thanks quincy thank you five uh stars from real who says used to be a good show oh hell but it did leave five stars y'all so yeah, do understand mm-hmm. machine gun preacher nephew man things done change y'all understand that but homie okay so they released you from the joint the man did what the man does and now you free you out in these streets and now you see what this issue is really about forget that rat race nirvana nephew or doing your damnedest to make your own come to fruition you stand you started out commendable admirable even we were down man you became legendary a living legend but then it got real nephew you seen some ill stuff i hear you but don't go hard on me i ain't coney i ain't the man yo if you were spreading the word before man my inbox my timeline nephew you going in i can't see one email i can't see one tweet now you telling people not to follow you you on social media site where one of the main principles to have others follow you you tweet useless stuff all day but you don't want people to follow you oh you on there because you want to voice your opinion to yourself that's what the site is all about homie if that's the case get a diary you too much then i paused took a step back and i said what if snap and finger roll too i don't know i don't know i'm trying to understand what this person is is getting at uh you too much then i took a pause took a step back and said what if it were me trying to get on with my passion so i decided to get down new shows new episodes some dope stuff but then it got real 15 dollars homie what my intermittent five to ten every month wasn't good enough huh 
You used to, <laughs> you used to be dope. You used to be somebody. We, you used to be beautiful, girl. I used to get all you for free. Karen too. What's crazy is though it all is through it all. I was still about to sign up because your stuff is real and I can't do it. Why not uplift a brother that has time to, but then you started getting annoyed because people was trying to give you money. People would sign up during the show and you upset about it. Maybe it's just in your nature. The unpopular kid in high school gets some type of notoriety and it goes to his head. Homie act like you've been there before. I was down before you were dope before now you're an overbearing machine gun preacher homie <laughs> thanks for the feedback real and uh that's cool commish says five stars awesome show rod and karen are very entertaining podcasters as well provide intelligent and thought-provoking commentary i just forward to their ep- look forward to their episodes and highly recommend their podcast to those who are looking to be enlightened while being entertained thank you very much commish and uh hopefully people will listen to your recommendation mm-hmm Shamil Enriquez says, five stars, best podcast ever, with a whole lot of exclamation points. They said, y'all deserve all the stars. Well, thank you very much. Thank we you. appreciate all the stars um, and all the exclamation points. Awesome show by PM1112, uh, five stars. This show is great and definitely worth listening to if you haven't yet. Wishing them nothing but peace and prosperity as we embark on the new year. Well, thank you so much, PM1112. Mm-hmm. Bill Monty says, release the ratchet. Release it. <laughs> Five stars. I can't oversell how great this podcast is if I gave it my best effort, especially if you have an intelligent plus ratchet sense of humor. I have yet to listen to one episode and be disappointed with the material. Rod and Karen are the greatest, and they are well worth your time. Regret is a feeling you will not have when the blackout tips enter your headphones or speakers. Only happiness and laughter awaits you. Well, thank you so much, guys. All the five-star reviews. We appreciate it, man. Um, like I said, it's one of those things where people don't always, um, uh, have, you know, you don't have money to donate. You don't have, um, what, you know, whatever it is, but you, you know, you take the time out to leave us a five star review, um, which is, you know, free as long as you have like the internet or whatever. And it's something a lot of people don't think to do when they listen to a show. No, they don't. They just listen. And it's one of the things we want to thank everybody. And I was telling everybody, uh, and I meant this. Uh, I posted on, uh, Twitter. I think I did Facebook too, wishing everybody a happy new year. And I thank the fan, the supporters and the haters because out of, out of all that collective put together, you made 2013 great and you're not going to do that with make 2014 greater. Yeah, man. Thank y'all so much. Could not do it without y'all. Nope. Even if uh, I'm now a machine gun preacher who has mm-hmm. to charge to live. You used to be beautiful, girl. I know. You used to be wonderful. What happened? You trying to, like, live over this? You trying to make you money? You trying to make money? You trying to pay your bills off of this, dog? You don't want when people, you don't like when people, people harass, harass you on, on social media? Off your opinion? What's, you don't like that? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um... We have comments on the show website. We have uh, voicemails and we have emails left. Uh, what do you want to do first? The show. All right. Episode 609, Obama versus Tyler Perry. is when Mudslinger wrote a long-ass email about Obama <laughs> versus Tyler Perry and how they the same. Charles S. says, what's, a, what's good, Rod and Karen? Just to clarify, in reference to the Beyonce songs towards dudes, oh, he wrote feedback on another show where he was saying something about Beyonce and her songs to do. So, I don't remember all of it, honestly. I don't want to misquote you, so I'll just read your comment, but I can't remember what exactly you said last time. Um, 
but uh he says in reference to beyonce and her songs towards dudes that is how i felt in the early 2000s now she's cool with me i'm not buying her cds but i enjoy a good b dance video who wouldn't it's like when a song comes on in the club it's not i'm not walking off if some female wants to dance uh wants to make her grind post just because i don't normally listen to the song b is good on that tip and trust fall cd drop note and the trust fall cd drop note um yeah i I don't know man i just you know uh i i've never been a big uh beyonce fan quote unquote as far as her music but i also never had any reason to say anything bad about it. i never felt anything she was doing was like destructive or wrong or mm-hmm. you know hurting anybody i know uh some dudes do get off on um you know really like fighting that fight and the, mm-hmm. the gender wars of you know women yes. loving her music and shit and um i just have always successfully kind of avoided the gender war type shit because it feels like personally it just feels so fucking stupid yes it is and I, and i feel like this about that and i think it's very idiotic um both men and women both sides do it when it comes to this they fuss at each other about shit men should do shit women should do shit the opposite sex should do i hate bitches i hate hoes i hate niggas i hate bad fathers i hate bad mamas they constantly at each other but the truth be told they still want to fuck each other and they still dming each other and some of them actually getting up and fucking each other well then i'm very very confused about this face that you put on front on twitter when you just arguing just for the fucking sake of argument but i think a lot of people do it for attention i think so too and also i mean when it comes to this kind of stuff i listen to music where you know if if you if you believe that that music somehow drove my mentality um the music i listen to can be very misogynistic it can Mm -hmm. be very anti-woman it can be very you know a bunch of shit that i don't really believe but but i find entertaining as as far as uh art form yes and and i feel like the same thing can apply with beyonce's music where maybe it's saying you know a single lady independent woman but to me you know i don't really think that that's making women go oh you know what i don't like or need men or you know as far as like relationships i you know i'm gonna i, I need a, a real boss i don't need this I don't, I don't think that i think they just like dancing and going to the club yeah at the end of the day that's true and most people no matter who you are listen to all types of music that you don't subscribe to or believe in you just like the shit like i like bands that can make her dance but you know what my ass ain't never been to a strip club and threw a dollar at a stripper but i like that song so it's just one of those things where people are are hypocritical when it comes to that shit when most people listen to some shit that they don't subscribe to or believe in uh we had a couple um uh comments on the episode uh beyonce think pieces uh this is an episode we uh basically did it by ourselves where we discussed um you know a bunch of stuff uh beyonce that we read an article about beyonce's feminism where someone called it bottom bitch feminism mm-hmm. so uh let's check the chat the questions i mean comments on the episode Deticula says pilots are assholes. My employer has a workforce of over 4,000 pilots. Uh, he's bringing this up because we read an article about a pilot who made a plane like a couple hours late because he wanted to wait on a sandwich, sandwich to be delivered across town. Um, my employer has a workforce for of over 4,000 pilots and they are the most demanding assholes you could ever care to meet. Even if a manager were to tell them to leave the pilot 
the pilot has final say if he flies the plane so force him to leave and he can claim the aircraft is unsafe have all the passengers get off the aircraft and have maintenance do some unnecessary safety check wow that's amazing that someone would actually even think to do that knowing people have places to go they don't give a fuck well some of them do for the jobs but a lot of them like you know what fuck you because a lot of times what they the thing about uh people that fly a lot of a lot of them spend more time in the air than than, than most of us in probably a lifetime and so it's just one of those things where they get to the point where a job is a job yeah you got to go somewhere but they don't give a fuck just like at periods of time at your job you don't give a fuck and you're like you know what i don't feel like doing this y'all know what check some shit out that don't need to be checked out because why fuck them Willie G says, from my male perspective, I think feminism equals choice. All the Beyonce hate isn't rational to me. I can never understand why people don't let other people choose how they wish to be defined. Why not celebrate that this woman is helping redefine how an individual can gain from their talent and hard work? Her business moves are no different than an artist owning their masters. Rob is right. People ain't shit. Haters get off Beyonce's dick. And it's right, R.O.D. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's also kind of weird, too, because, um, you know i listen to different shows i read people's stuff on twitter and stuff and it's always weird to see like someone say what feminism can or can't be or what's a problem and what's not a problem because i always feel like and maybe it's just the the nature of my mind and how i think about shit but i always feel like you could argue both sides of that mm-hmm. and like for example i listen to black astronauts podcast right i listen to ladies lunch and cj was saying like she thinks some of the language in um uh the song with jay-z what's that is it something in love drunk in love drunk in love how uh it's problematic that he used references to mike tyson and and uh ike turner in that verse because you know these are dudes that one was a dude who beat beat his wife uh you know famously and the other one is uh, a dude that was convicted of rape. Um, and to me, and she was like, it's problematic. And I'm like, or, you know, it doesn't have to be like, there could be an argument made to the, to the opposite. Right. Now she didn't say Beyonce wasn't a feminist. Like some of these fucking think pieces that really go hard, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things where like, it's feminism is so like, uh, just such a, a weird concept as far as like, in and out and what's right and wrong and what's you know what's empowering and what's seen as not being empowering yes so to me it's like very complicated and it's very weird when someone like goes at somebody like this so hard where it's just like because like even if you did believe you know well i don't agree with this one song all of a sudden it's like well she's not a feminist according to that think piece we read like or she's a feminist, but she's the bottom bitch of feminism. She's just trying to get this money for Jay-Z. It's like, wow, really? Yeah, it's like we, we, t- we took it there. And it's just one of those things where I guess for me as um, as a woman, the thing that's frustrating uh, to me when you talk about feminist and feminism mm-hmm. um, is that uh, everybody has their own opinion on who's in and who's out and what's approved and what's not approved and their checklist and shit like that. Well, for me, I'm very simple. I want to be able to choose to do what the fuck I want to do, period. Whatever right. I choose to do, 
I want to be able to do it. That's my definition. But everybody's definition isn't that broad and wide. If I want to fuck every man in the world, I have that right. If I want to get married and have children, I have that right. If I want an abortion, I have that right. If I want to be gay, transgender, transsexual, I have that right. Like, to me, that's real feminism where I can do whatever the fuck I choose to do, and who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do? That's the problem that most people have with feminism is that there's so many rules and regulations and checklists that most people check out because they go, y'all motherfuckers are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that the thing is also, like, she, um, like, I don't think that it's negative. Like, there's two, the, I guess my perspective on it is this. One, it's actually kind of empowering for someone to say, I, these are the kinky things I do with my sex. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman. You guys look up to me like I'm some type of perfect angel. The, the girl who, you know, is seen as the safest, you know, that's right. And here's the safest chick going, Oh yeah, I let my man beat the pussy up like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, I fuck too. We yeah, have sex we, too. We do some freaky submissive ass type, uh, type sex that's still consensual. I mean, it has to be consensual because, I mean, it's her husband on the track rapping about it on her album. Like, sounds consensual to me. Um, and is, and you know, and I feel like people are kind of trying to shame her. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you talk about, like, you can't be a feminist because it's a problem if you ever, uh, admit to kind of wanting to be dominated. Like, that is somehow less empowering. Like, we have to, you know constantly have this this front and then especially when it's like and the reason it's a problem is because you make it public and you're a public figure like no that like sometimes letting taking the taboo out of something means taking something private and putting it out there for public consumption yeah and a lot of a lot of ways you erase the stigma for people that, that you know that live I, that life yes because and i've said this before and the thing about it is this you're a woman and you get married it does not strip you from your womanhood it does not strip you from being a feminist it does not strip you from having a voice just because you just because you are married to a straight man but for a lot of people that oh you got married fuck you bitch you fell into whatever the stereotype is but it does not erase my vagina and the fact that i am a woman yeah that think piece was really awesome like now that she's married, she's doing all this to get Jay-Z's money, which was hilarious. When so a stupid. lot of times she fucking makes more money than he it does. It doesn't even matter. It Come doesn't on. even matter. It doesn't, it literally doesn't matter about the money. It literally doesn't matter. That shows you how dumb and idiotic like, people can be. You're married. It's y'all's. Ain't that the truth? It really doesn't fucking matter. Like, I, it's so weird to look at this marriage shit as like this competition between each other and who gets who money and all this shit it was so weird to see people anyway on the outside looking in but i I actually appreciate the look that she gives into her life (laughs) and her sex life and i actually found it to be like uh like really cool and i hope that people can take from it because we're on a podcast we talk about our sex lives (laughs) we talk about um sex toys we talk about yes we do all kinds of shit that you know pornography like shit that Mm -hmm. people would see taboo and probably problematic and probably don't like this that and the other but Mm -hmm. i like that we get to take a little bit of that stigma away from this and people shouldn't have to be ashamed of it no you regardless of who you are especially when it comes to, to to feminism 
it's one of those things where when it comes to sex, a lot of women have been shamed their whole life about it and just the concept of it, regardless of, of what they do. They feel like your body is dirty, your body is nasty, or, or the shit that you do, you should keep quiet. And it's just one of those things where choosing to be open about that is okay and it's all right. And for a lot of people, that's a part of being free and a part of feminism is going, I, you know, I do do things with my mate my husband that i'm married to and it's okay y'all calm the fuck down yeah yeah i mean and if it's a thing between them it's a thing between them like i just like they're like just because they're talking about it doesn't mean that they're saying these people are okay just mike like if they would have busted out a rhyme and said mike tyson was right and ike turner was right that then that's when you go yeah these motherfuckers are crazy that's right but when somebody is saying like yeah i'm gonna beat this pussy up like ike turner and mike tyson um i think you understand the metaphor you know you and i think they're being edgy and pushing and provocative on purpose and uh they're trying to make you a little uncomfortable and i guess it's working but it's just weird when people decide like somehow her feminism is fucked up because of that yeah you know whatever um just prince laurent says justine sacco is all right with me and that joke was a 10 out of 10. That's the lady who made the joke about getting A's on that flight. Mm-hmm. Of course, she deserved to be fired because she worked in PR and should know better. <laughs> I think people have taken this sacko thing a little too far because of one tweet that was an obvious joke. Now we can judge if she is racist or not. The racism of the joke is overrated. Our racist king, Leonard Brothers, has made far more racist jokes and no one suspects <laughs> that he is a racist in real life. All of a sudden, Americans care about people in Africa. Yeah, right. When was the last big story of AIDS in Africa? This, first of all, Prince Laurent, let's be honest. People talk about Africa and AIDS all the time. All the time. I don't know how you expect there to be a big story of AIDS in Africa, but people are talking about it. You just don't care, so you're not looking it up and you, you know, you know, and I think most people won't, don't really seem to give a fuck, but Mm-mm. it's not like people are sitting around like, Oh, I'm going to ignore that Nelson Mandela got AIDS. Like, if Nelson Mandela got died of AIDS, then it would be a huge story. You know what yes, I'm saying? Like, uh, it's, it's like anything. It's like the violence in Chicago. When's the last big story? Well, it's probably some, something sensationalistic, like a kid died that people didn't feel should die. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like people aren't picking up the paper to read every day about the kids dying in Chicago, but that doesn't mean they don't care. Uh, I think that's that, true. I think that's something that we have to stop doing. Uh, like let's make a resolution in 2014 to say people don't care about shit just because they don't talk about it all the time. If you, if you sat down and talk with them about it, they would, they would be like, yeah, that's fucked up. It's not like they're rooting for AIDS. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to win is, yeah, it's just one of those things where sometimes people have so many things going on in their lives and they get busy. And just because they're not on the crusade per se doesn't mean they don't care and doesn't mean, and, and it, and it doesn't mean they don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, it's a little unfair to be like, when is the last time y'all cared about AIDS? No, nobody's rooting for it. Come on now. You know what I mean? You can't expect when, people when to wake last- up every day and cry over AIDS. It's just not, that's not how people live through life. So no, you don't I, get I, I think, done. I think people raise the bar to that unreasonable standard just so they can like dismiss people's outrage yes. over shit. And I think that's what's fucked up, man. People can be outraged over something that happens. Let them, let them be mad. Um, this story will be long forgotten before the next one pops up. Too many times people will stand on a moral high ground during these type of studies. Um, here's the thing. Cause I think Justin Stacco 
is overrated i think that i think it does go too far with the people that try to defend it like you know um and what i mean by that is the people that are trying to tell everybody it's not a big deal are more of a problem than the people that made it a trending tagline on twitter and made jokes about it mm-hmm. because honestly those people made jokes about it and they knew that she would get fired and that was it they don't yeah no one's still talking about it nobody nope. cares nope. and nobody was under the illusion that it would become some broad campaign that would last for months everybody just laughed at the person who fucked up that's oh, yeah. it if leonard brothers was uh working on some shit at his job at the head of pr and they found out he you know does some guest race shit um and he got in trouble for that we would all be like yeah that's about right it's not <laughs> yes. like i'm uh, it's not just just because you like somebody or you you know you think it's funny doesn't mean that they're immune to whatever right Mm-mm. so i it's like i feel like a lot of people have been doing this i'm and i'm not just like fussing prince Laurent, but yeah. a lot of people have been doing this thing where they act like they're above it all and everybody else is like so involved in this shit these other people don't give a fuck either no they don't nobody really cares like she was just a talk of the hour yeah she was we did uh one episode of jokes about her we're done and so is everybody else you won't see anybody talking about her on twitter anymore and even the people even when she got fired those people didn't get her fired what she did got her fired yes the act she didn't think that people were paying attention Attention. that's what that boiled down to and people really were doing it more as a joke mm-hmm. i didn't see a whole lot of people talking about the broad implications of aids in africa i just saw people being like this is funny even the the chair even the people that bought justinsacco.com and redirected it to this aids charity even they did that and because it's a joke yes like even that so people just joked her out of a job and i don't feel sorry for her for that like i'm sorry i'm I'm not i'm not not sure why the world would owe somebody sympathy for doing something and plus you guys know how i feel about that uh look at the dude bros thing i'm not gonna back down off of that i'm tired of good people always having to be the ones that quietly walk away from shit and be above everything sometimes i can joke you and sometimes your job might not like that that her job could have had her back yeah they could have easily said oh we're gonna suspend her we're gonna look into it yeah send her to some training and she's been back in three days yeah no one started no one started a boycott campaign no nope. one started a choice uh, uh 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 change.org petition this is just embarrassing and funny and we're gonna laugh and that's all people did the end and so i i just i don't like when people try to position themselves as above the fray when everybody's interested in this and everybody thought it was funny and that's it uh is beyonce a bottom bitch feminist was the uh um the the poll for the show yes no or man who in the hell even knows what that means which is the craziest part because i read that whole think piece word for word and i still finished it like not really sure what that means no not really sure other than you 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 put the nail on the head people just want to call her a bitch and this was their way of doing it yep without actually being told go somewhere and sit your ass down uh the poll yes no or a man who the hell knows what that means yes got seven percent she's a bottom bitch feminist 14 percent of people said no she's not and 80 percent of people said man who in the hell even knows what that means yep which like, i think is the only right answer yes 
uh prince laurent says when you first started stated that the name of the website was real color girls i thought about fast forwarding through that segment the name makes them lose all credibility with me then they go off on the premise that pretty much calls beyonce a prostitute really is that what black women need for black feminism to flourish going forward i doubt it all these think pieces has led me to one conclusion beyonce is the most powerful female on the earth apparently not a single social issue can prosper without support of queen b lastly whoever decided that b-e-y should be pronounced b is an asshole i agree <laughs> keeps fucking me up all the time okay, surprised i've been able to do it this many times in this show so far uh, yes uh i always had that one slip where i'm like and bay says oh shit <laughs> i said bay so don't feel bad um episode 611 of of a dynasty of ducks we talk about phil robertson and some stuff uh we have people talk about the people misunderstanding what the first amendment means yet again yep i, I noticed something today and we'll talk about it tomorrow but like um melissa Harris perry got in trouble for a joke that was made on a panel during her show mm-hmm. and uh she apologized and all this stuff and i noticed something um her fans are so much smarter than the people that were defending duck dynasty shit because yes. not one of them brought up the first amendment as a defense for her No, because they know that freedom of speech is wholly different than uh, uh, as an issue than getting in trouble for saying something on your paid commercial television show yes and they i don't try to be funny her fan base is more intelligent all jokes aside, like it's just a more intelligent they definitely understand, fan base they definitely understand what the first amendment means because yes. nobody brought it up no because they're not that fucking dumb um, all jokes aside we had a couple comments on the show vc3 says every time people fall back on the freedom of speech argument whenever some public figure says something stupid i almost want to dare those people to walk up to any employee or customer on their job and say some rude shit then see if they have a job when they get home come on now people know they don't have freedom of speech for real because you know that server or staffer isn't cussing out rude assholes all day long with no reprisals Yet on the internet, people have this misconception that freedom of speech means I can say whatever and no punishment shall be levied against me by any public entity ever. Come on. Except it only seems to apply when it's something that they want to hear. The moment they don't want to hear it, they want to shut the speech down by any means necessary. Why does freedom of speech only apply when it is a message they want to hear? Funny how that works. Right. It's okay to talk about uh, gay people being terrorists and relating it to bestiality, uh it's okay to talk about black people in the south mm-hmm. having a good old time in the in the Picking jim crow cotton. era and shit but um the second melissa harry perry makes a joke well she's a liberal black woman commentator on ms uh not commentator liberal lyrical black woman tv host show host on msnbc well she gotta go she gotta get fired the same people that want duck dynasty to last on the air forever want melissa harris perry fired i find that very funny i do too Prince Laurent says Phil Robertson and his supporters were super quick to hide behind the impenetrable shield of religion. If you're a racist or a homophobe, I don't care and uh, about uh, what led you to your opinions. I'm going to call you what you are. I agree. Like that's, you know, I know that's a controversial stance, but um, I think everybody that does the, I think being gay is a choice or I don't believe in being gay and shit. I think all those people are homophobic to some extent. Uh, fuck your beliefs. You better keep that shit in church where they will accept it. The age of consent in England is 16, but if you come to America and start hitting on teenagers, your ass is going to jail. Well, that's unless you can make a really good R&B album there. Don't, and pee on them. Yeah, you can, uh, if you can throw a good tight spiral, uh, nobody really urine. can give a fuck. 
um also it depends on the state some states that's completely legal Mm-hmm. i feel no sympathy for these dudes losing their jobs all you have to do is say not say any racist or hateful shit these dudes cannot help themselves and you know in the end of the day dude didn't lose his job so mm-hmm. there you go uh do you think people understand the first amendment was the uh poll yes they seem to have a good grasp on it no they seem confused and i'm confused yes they seem to have a good grasp on it zero percent no they seem confused 96 percent of people said people seem confused talking about first amendment and i'm confused four <laughs> percent prince laurent says uh oh wait astronaut jones says it it truly blows my mind when people with a political platform and influence like sarah palin and bobby jindal purposely misconstrue the first amendment just to get more ignorant backers and support robertson is a representative of a and e he represented them poorly so it's no surprise they don't want him to back him my great uncle my grandfather's brother told me a story once about when the two of them were young and they would work out in the fields with their father they these are black men in alabama and obviously this land was owned by white people a lot of the time when they probably deserved a fair pay they would get underpaid or get something like food in lieu of money and my great uncle would be so mad because they did all the work and their dad couldn't demand more money but it's not like black folk could try and get pissed and make demands you had to take what you could get if Phil Robertson was out in them fields, I assure you he'd get a fair day's pay or be able to f- demand more because he's white. Ain't no black folk about to be like, fuck these cheap ass white folks. And you can't allow someone so willfully ignorant to be an ambassador for a TV network. Uh, well, he's still going to be an ambassador for a TV network. Um, but, you know, they did get in front of it um, and, you know, investigate and suspend it or whatever. Um, also, yeah, that I do think that um, Phil Robertson could have been in the field with your great uncle and it wouldn't have mattered because they're not gonna tell him come on now like that's funny that part of 12 years of slave where they have the white slave quote-unquote dude that's getting paid to be a slave and leaves at some point because the work is too hard and betrays solomon like yeah it's it doesn't matter if you're in the field together at the end of the day i'm a white dude i can opt out of this bullshit yeah in any time i want to and the funny part about it is that uh, when it when it comes to that concept, it was a very very small percentage of people that literally owned slaves. Mm-hmm. Most white people were poor, just like the slaves. But yet, because of the color of their skin, they could go in and demand and take people take things from the black people because they were white. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, your experience is gonna be completely different because the color of your skin didn't matter at the time. It still does. Yep. Um. We also had a comment from Prince Laurent who says the problem with politics is that people think that having an opinion and passion is enough to talk about when it's not. If someone who have never watched the NFL wanted to argue that Megatron wasn't the best wide receiver in the game, you would dismiss them because it's obvious that they know they that they know shit. We don't hold individuals to any standard of knowledge when it comes to discussing politics. Um yeah that's true i mean people do just kind of jump in the fray you know the other thing too um that i think is a little bit weird is uh people in like not just jumping into the first amendment and arguing politics sarah palin defended this man without knowing his comments yeah you get her on your side it's one of them things where i i i go okay yeah. it's like do i really take you seriously the the woman that don't read and won't even let her staffers read the stuff to her to keep herself educated and informed but y'all keep fucking putting cameras in her face and let her talk right 
did you enjoy this free episode of lip smacking good was the poll for episode 6 112 lip smacking good number three top chef de, Qu- de cuisine kenny gilbert um yep it was great 48 percent of people enjoyed it karen they <laughs> thought it was great no it's not for me said 10 percent of people i understand that those people that hate food and 41 percent of people <laughs> said i'm already premium so i've heard it before which is a high percentage and that's dope i'm yes, glad that uh, so many people heard it already thank you i'm glad so many people enjoyed it because then if you really take the rest of the votes right mm-hmm. then pretty much 90 percent of people that had heard it for the first time thought it was great that's true that's true and you know only uh or yeah yeah about 90 percent. and so you, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool and i understand it i understand for some people to go well it's not for me and that's one reason why we had to do the spinoff shows because we talk about a lot of shit that most and, and a lot more detail a lot of people go well that's not for me right so i'm glad that people enjoyed it um and that's one of the reasons we have the premium thing is because maybe and maybe food's not your thing yeah or maybe sports is or that's maybe right. nerd stuff is or maybe, or maybe movies are or maybe, or maybe interviews maybe, is right it could be anything Bob Sis says, I hope that the 10% currently indicating that they did not appreciate free premium stuff can be traced so that the purge can begin. (laughs) (laughs) These same unappreciative jokers probably have hands like cups begging all the time but still got the nerve to turn their nose up at free premium. Well, Bob, I don't feel bad. I mean, like I said, uh, when we did Balls D Sports, I remember we did a free episode of that. And some people were like, yeah, it's not for me. You know, like that's one of the reasons we did the specialized shows Mm because – you know, we used to have episodes where we would talk for an hour about a bunch of football games. And, you know, some people probably are like, I don't give a fuck about these games, man. Yeah, I could care less about it. <laughs> so we were able to like say, well, let's specialize in that. Let's make this. We can actually make it funner and more prepared. It more actually be more detailed. With more specific. Shit. That's and right. Get, you know, so that's why we do premium. So some people might not like food or food interviews or whatever. Um, and that's cool, man. But I think that, uh, uh, a lot of people probably got a good like chance to be like so that's what karen's oh that okay that's what she does that's mm-hmm. her show um natasha p says i'm a premium member and i still really enjoy this replay karen did her thing thank you she did do her thing i agree i love food and i love to eat so it's just one of those things that we're just bound to be hand in hand and if you know about food uh if you know about you know top chef that's a pretty good get you know yes I mean? that is like that's pretty big for your third episode of interviewing to get come uh, on now if you're if, if you a foodie and you watch any food network food tv or uh, any of that stuff that's big time um we had episode 612 stop bashing white women we need unity where we had the ladies from black astronauts lady launch on there um and uh we had a poll is karen stefan superhead a victim of double standards uh man who can tell at this who can even tell at this point yes she's getting it worse because she's a woman or no it would be the same for a man 30 uh 66.67 that's two-thirds said man who can even tell at this point <laughs> like <laughs> she has I even know yeah i can't even it's tell it's so confusing it could be a 37 level standard at this point she's just <laughs> she's done so much uh yes she's getting it worse because she's a woman 25 percent of people say yeah and about nine percent of people said nah it would be the same if it was a dude out here doing all this shit no comments on this episode um which i'm surprised maybe we had a long episode a lot of comments but people may still be catching up you that know? that's true uh, we kind of i know a lot of people interacted with us on a lot on uh facebook and twitter yeah that's true yeah. too so that could also be it where they like i already told y'all how i feel mm-hmm. uh and we may have some emails and voicemails about it too true too 
um would you let a robot give you a hand job this is episode (laughs) (laughs) episode 613 laquita jones yes um and we had jess and josh from the ratchet hatchet yes and i'm so glad so many people found out that they restarted their show because a lot of people was like i was wondering where them niggas was at oh shit they started their show they was like hey jess hey josh i'm glad y'all back so i'm glad we let a lot of people know they were back and I'm just excited, and we got a lot of uh, interaction with people uh, uh, with that, and telling Jess and telling Josh. So I'm just excited. Would you let a robot give you a hand job? Yes. Why not? Or no? I'm scared. Ah! Yes. Why not? Twenty percent of people in our audience are brave enough to let that machine go at their genitals. Feels like shit. It's better than me doing it. No, I'm scared. 80% of people said, fuck that shit. I'm not y'all, letting yeah, the Terminator in my private. Y'all, y'all got to show me a better way. Shy Love says, Shy Love is torn. Shy Love likes it rough, but having a black and blue Johnson would raise a lot of questions with the ladies. Shy Love must say no. <laughs> Eddie Long says, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that would be a gift from heaven, Brother Rod, Sister Karen. Oh, my. Happy New Year. May a jack-off robot be in your future. Oh, my. <laughs> um, um, Pastor Ed Long. Prince, Prince Laurent says, I couldn't do it. The image of Rosie the robot giving me a hand job is a turnoff. Also, the robot issue free, it, it, do, it doesn't make economical sense to purchase one. I know a guy who gives me hand jobs anytime I want for free. P.S. I'm that guy. <laughs> well, self-hand jobs are free. That's true. Animane Sparkster says, me thinks a robot head job would have a similar outcome as squeezing a tube of toothpaste to get that last bit out. Oh, oh shit. Ouch. Not my dick. Please, no. <laughs> I don't fancy having my man meet receiving a, fatally, a fatality by crushing, so no thanks. Obviously, there'd be control settings, but one misfunction and bye-bye dingling, I'll pass. Yeah, that's true. I'd be scared the robot just go ham and my shit's all messed up. <laughs> yes. Um, let's talk about what people have been nominated for the tibbies before we move to the voicemails. Yes, sir. Uh, of course the tibbies, you know, they're back. Um, uh, we have all the different, um, categories. Best impression, you know, let us know what episode I go find it, you know, mm-hmm. like Karen with her, uh, did her Elmo impression or, you know, uh, and you know it's been updated. We've done some different ones now. RG three, but that was all just stuff. an example. Yeah, uh, best guest uh, for as an individual. Best guest as a group. Uh, best new guest, group or individual. Uh, funniest moment. Need a clip from that. Uh, just let us know what what episode. We'll go find a clip. Best feedback participant. Best episode. Now it'll be interesting to see best feedback participant this year. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like some new people kind of made their names known. Some yes. people kind of fell back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what people think. Best episode, self explanatory. Which, what's your favorite episode? Best interview. Which guests had the best interview segment on the show and also it's covers with premium shows. Remember premium shows count for all this as well. Yes, they do. Um, best argument. We need a clip. So let us know what episode and I'll go find it. Let's look at the comments so far that we got from people um, about, uh, you know, about this. Mike in London says, best episode, the one where we, you meet Fonte. 
So uh, the one we got back and we uh, talked about, you know, our dinner with Fonte and Chris Lamberth. That was fun. And uh, Fonte's uh, girl at the time. So I don't know if that's his wife or girlfriend. So I ain't want to fuck it up, guys, just in case. All right. Uh, Anime Sparkster says best guest group, best guest as a group, the Black Astronauts podcast. Ladies launch. So not. So now we have a competition between the Black Black astronauts astronauts and their own spinoff ladies lunch wow that's in, that's gonna be a lot of bragging rights right there uh, yes a lot of bragging rights on the table best random thought karen's porn labels episode 464 <laughs> she went in at 35 minute mark uh this is charger scooter best impression rock justin and rod from balls e sports 30 pick up the phone rg3 um and i played that clip before on the show i'm sure we'll be playing it when we do our you know nomination our award show Anime Sparkster says best feedback participant, chill. Favorite new guest, g- group or individual, Najay Larie. For, uh, you know, Blazing Bitch, aka, aka Blazing Bitch, um, with a Y. Uh, Anime Sparkster says, uh, Ashy Three Classy says best guest is an individual, Amber P. Best group, Black Astronauts. Favorite new guest, the Black Astronauts, don't judge me. Funny, cause, uh, for people that don't know, Ashley Three Classy is Aaron from the Black Ashley. <laughs> Funniest moment, episode 590, around one hour, 17 minutes, the Wesley Pipes top 10 list. Uh, I always have a hard time pronouncing this person's name, but Carol Sarah Koku. Koku? Ooh, okay. That's close enough to, to me. Best guest individual, the guys from Nerd Apocalypse. Best guest group, brown skin, that guy from Nerd Apocalypse. Wait, do we have Jay on by himself? I thought he was uh-huh. on in a group. Did we had we ha- Jay on by himself in the regular show, didn't we? Oh, yeah, because we, we may- did by himself on the regular show. I don't think so. I ha- oh, I think we may have had him uh, by himself for a nerd off or something. For a nerd off, yes, yes, for a nerd off, maybe, yes, maybe. Uh, yes, I need and- you to a car a Karu Sarako cool. If you could like yeah, specify that-, that episode so I can know for sure, because that might be a. That might not be an individual thing. Yeah, I don't remember we had him by ourselves. For a nerd off, uh, and then we also had him for a nerd off with somebody else. Yeah. And we had him on the regular show for the uh, Black Cinema. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Black on Black Cinema, yes. which was as a group. Yes. Best guest is a group, Brown Skin and Glasses. Uh, Lamont and Rhett, two of my favorite motherfuckers on the planet. Yes. Uh, favorite new guest, group or individual, Brown Skin and Glasses. Funniest moment, uh, don't have a minute mark, but the Sauce Revolution rant was excellent. All right, I'll, I'll find it. Best episode, Dude Bros episode. <laughs> and best argument, the one on feminism. I'm assuming the one with us and chill. Oh, yes. Best impression, Tiger Woods cheating. Uh, I, hey, Paul, I Joseph, let me know what that's on. Uh, BDS 24, Hot Sauce in My Bag, episode 135. Oh, that's, uh, Oh, is that what, is that what it happened? Okay. I'm assuming okay. So, yes. Cool. Thanks, Paul Joseph. Yeah. I will definitely, uh, get that clip, man. Uh, but yeah, we, we do some clowning on balls deep. So those are the nominations so far, man. Get yours in, man. Yes. You, you got plenty of time yeah. to go back and listen. You've been thinking of like something that you thought was hilarious and, uh, you never really got a chance to, yep. and you can to say 
there you go. Yep, and you can nominate as many times as you want, guys. Like, like you can say, oh, well, I got one. I'm come back. I got another one, and yeah. we're fine with that. Nominate. As yeah, much even as if you, want. yeah, even if you're like, oh man, um, I want to do brow skin and glasses and the guys from uh, Nerdpocalypse or you know yep. Ratchet Hatchet or something like that. Feel free to do them both. We'll mm-hmm. we'll sort out who the numbers later and yeah. figure out who, who, who goes can get on what voted. list. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Let's uh get into the voicemails. We have a lot of voicemails um that we got over the last couple of weeks. So uh, I'll just play them and we'll we'll talk about them. What up, Mister Rod? Mister Cherry? It's boy Keith from Dallas, man. Oh shit! I know it's been a while since uh, y'all heard from the niggas, but I just want to say happy holidays to you, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, hope you and yours. Had a wonderful Christmas, and I rod. Um, yeah, I'm I'm behind in the episode, but I was able to listen to the Xbox confession, dude. Really, cause you had that one with the X on your cell, dog, and you were saying you didn't know what it mean, you didn't know if it would go through or not, cause it was that real. You yeah. like that sweating, cause driving, doing all this shit. Unsafe practices, dog. Unsafe practices, man. As a truck driver, I frown on that type of shit. But <laughs> considering what you were trying to do, trying to get your Xbox One, I can't be too mad at you, man. Whatever it takes, right? Whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'll trade that episode, cause for real. But, hey, man, I'm glad you got your Xbox One and shit. And, uh, you're happy, brother. It's Kay. I hope he did what he was supposed to do and you know what I'm saying? He'll hook you up. I heard you're supposed to get one, too. So, shit, man. You know, hey, that's what's up, man. But um, just wanted to shoot out, you know, happy holidays to you and yours, man. Y'all be good. Oh, yo, chat room. What the fuck up, man? How y'all living, chat room? <laughs> yeah, you all pound chat room and shit. Yeah. Happy holidays to all you motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? The whole black guy who chest nation. Happy holidays. Hanukkah, Feliz Navidad, all that shit. Y'all be good, man. Keep from Dallas. And I'm out. Peace. 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 Long time no hear from Smooth Criminal. Uh, glad to hear you doing well, though, man. And, uh, yeah, the Xbox One, I was pressed. And, uh, it was one of the reasons that I really didn't want to, um, admit to it. You know, I tried to own it in secrecy for a week. And, uh, People just, the word got out. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a hell of a story buying it. And I, I still feel a, a certain amount of shame at my actions to get one. But what can you do, man? When you, when it's love at first sight, it's love at first sight. Um, next voicemail. Hello, Rod and Jen. This is Howard. I'm not sure if you're going to get to it before or after the new year begins, but I just like to say, say how happy I am for what this show has become in, in 2013. You've grown its success. You've monetized it. You've even managed to deal with detractors and discreditors who dare to say that your show is not, not truly successful on its own merit. And for that, we thank you. So it comes to the black guy who takes because nothing's wrong if it's funny. Good job, guys. And to many more years of your show. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Howard. That was uh probably the most sensible 
That was on point, Most sir. Most you ever done. Good job, buddy. Yes, sir. And uh, we appreciate it, man. We actually appreciate all of y'all that uh, listened and spread the word, and uh, especially the people that, you know, took the chance and, you know, paid for premium content, man, like when we really didn't have much, you know, just the faith of believing that we were going to consistently produce these shows and, like, try to, uh, you know, keep, you know, keep up and make sure that people don't feel cheated and stuff like that. That was a huge thing for us. Um, and you know, it's still, all this stuff is still really new, man. Most businesses fail, you know, in the first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, you know, are still like right in the process of officially becoming like a small business now and, you know, yeah, getting so all our paperwork done, learning like, and getting our, you know, all this different stuff that you have to learn. And it's like a big headache and it's very scary to be quite honest. Yeah, it is. Um, you, and, uh, you know, there's just so much stuff that you're constantly worried about um when it comes to this and um if people support us enough that we don't have to worry as much as the you know some other people mm-hmm. and you know uh we'll figure out what we can figure out but you know uh if you're on the fence if you're thinking about like well i really like them but i don't know if i want to sign up or whatever uh it is th- the people that sign up that clearly make this possible i would be doing some other job you guys wouldn't be getting five shows a week you should you um, won't be getting no spinoff shows yeah or- we probably wouldn't be able to get the cool guests that we can get because we wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to like really coordinate our schedules yeah because roger had to contact a lot of people months in advance even with some of my shows like he literally because some people are so busy and it's so hard to tie down and sometimes you have to hit them one time it was like well it might be three months before i can do something hit them again hit them again and you have to be consistent on that and do reminders and stuff like that so it's one of those things where we thank each and every one of you guys it, and it means a lot to us and when i say y'all keep the boat afloat you literally keep the boat afloat and you know we're in the process of doing some things it's other ideas and stuff that you know we want to do excuse me but until we get to the point where we can make certain things happen, uh, a lot of those ideas are kind of on the back burner. So just know that the best is yet to come, and we look forward to doing a lot of great and wonderful things for for you guys and all our fans. And as we do these things, we want you to know that your money is not going to waste. So we do things to let you guys know that giving to us is not in vain. Yeah. I woke up this morning. I just had to pay a whole bunch of money to Dreamhouse. Like, shit is real money doesn't stop going the, the 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 bills don't stop being paid rent is always due the rent is always too damn high like you're gonna <laughs> yes. always like there's like we've been we've been fortunate that we had enough people that believed in us that we didn't have to just like shut everything down mm-hmm. and just you know hop back right into trying to get a job but we're still at that point where you know the, not enough people sign up not enough people continue you know people start canceling shit people don't you know want to do it for whatever reason and yeah i will be trying to find a job and we will have to cut back on this and shit could be back to being you know like a a part-time hobby type thing Mm -hmm. we're just trying our best to make it professional and to make it uh worth your while and i hope that we're doing that for you know all the people out there Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I want to say, and I know I said it before, just thank you for everybody that uh, donates. E- even if you go, well, I don't want to do the premium yeah. just for the donate. I don't have. I can do five dollars a month. That that adds up. Or I might yeah. can do a few dollars, you know, a one time donation. Like all that really, it really does matter because it all goes into the same pot. Exactly, man. So thank y'all guys. Next voicemail, Rod and Karen. This is Lewis from California calling. Uh, responding to your show, I think it was called uh, something to do with white women, uh, bashing them or something of that nature. I was listening to it. Uh, I like how you guys bring up issues of race uh, that are 
very interesting. As a black man, I agree with it. But I have one thought. In order to uh, stop the racism in this country, it's going to take a long time. And, and what's going to end up having to happen is black people, Asians, and Hispanics, we have to dilute their race. Uh, I know it sounds extreme, but when you think about it, a lot of professional athletes marry outside of their race. A lot of people nowadays are marrying outside of their race. White women are marrying, and even white men are being and having relationships and having babies. That's the key, having babies to dilute the white race. It may take 100 years, but it's going to happen. Why do you think these Republicans, uh, especially these right-wing ones, are all talking about they want to get rid of Berk- uh, get rid of Roe v. Wade? Not because they care about women's rights, but because they know white women ain't having babies like they used to. White women aren't having babies like they used to. So think about it. I'm Me personally, I'm in a relationship with a black woman. You know, I, I, I don't like white people, but I'm cool with anybody that is in interracial relationships. That's the key. Dilution of the white race. All right. Stay up. Love y'all show. Peace. <laughs> Thank you, Lewis, uh, for... <laughs> Uh, we die. We diluting that race. I mean, uh, you know, that's why. I mean, matter of fact, Lewis, I think you're not going far enough. To be quite honest, uh, what you got to think about, like you're married to a black woman, right? I'm married to a black woman, and that's all well and good. But that doesn't mean we still shouldn't do our part to impregnate as many white bitches as possible. <laughs> so you really got to reach out, man. Don't don't cut yourself off from diluting the white race you know and helping out the fight you know like if your woman says anything you say no i did this for you i did this for us for the struggle that i fucks these white women's okay like that's why i am not wearing condoms when i maybe that's what Dwayne wade was trying to do is you know to dilute the races by not wearing a condom and and making these women have a baby man like nothing better for diluting the race than um you know, coming inside a white woman. Yeah. Uh, I noticed, you, I noticed you didn't say anything about black women dating white men. So obviously it is, it, it's, it's up to us as men to fuck as many of these white women as we can get our hands on. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you can't support that. So, uh, you know, good, good call. Please call back, uh, with any more advice you have to help us in the struggle, uh, to, you know, help to erase racism. Mm-hmm. by uh coming in these you, white women yeah you can fuck racism away yeah well only you, with white women don't care <laughs> you gotta get get up in these white women it's the way to 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 to, to work the system next voicemail hey rod and karen this is anime and sparks so just calling them to say that y'all did a outstanding job in 2013 absolutely outstanding man been listening for a whole year now, been a premium subscriber since the summer, and my life is better for it. I think I'm speaking for thousands of people across the nation, across the world, that y'all are saving lives. You don't even know it, and you're saving lives. Not my life, other people's lives, because I haven't killed people yet because of y'all. <laughs> I come home from work, and I unwind by watching y'all live or maybe getting caught up on an older show. 
And there's people walking around right now that wouldn't be walking around if it weren't for you. So thank you. Thank you so much. So many great guests, so many great topics y'all touched on. Man, I can't even pick a favorite episode. Everything is my favorite. Everything y'all do, whether I agree or not, it's it's mind-blowing, mind-boggling, man. I love it all. Keep it up. I know 2014 is just going to get even greater, man. Keep showing people how to do podcasting real. Don't let up the awesome. Don't let it up, not even a little bit. Don't let us catch our breath. Don't let us get used to it. Just keep overwhelming us with the absolute outstandingness of it all. Thank you. See you later. Oh man, thank, thank you for you. the kind words. We're saving man. lives, dog. Yeah. How we saving lives and killing folks at the gym at the same time? You know what I'm wondering though, because he sounded like a brother to me. Have you done your part to dilute the race today, man? Like, have you? <laughs> um, I mean, it's all well and good that you're a premium member. It's all well and good that you spread the word and that you listen, and that's cool. And that you know that helps us out. But to help the black race in general, to help just racism to go away you need to be jizzing up in as many of these caucasian females as possible so if you have not uh you know donated some a daycare worth of sperm to uh to one of these not che- a daycare to one of these cheese eaters then uh you know can you really say you're down for the cause brother i mean mm-hmm. you you know i'm glad you support us and uh you know we have accomplished a lot this year but um I feel like we can never accomplish enough as uh, to match, you know, one well-placed shot of semen in a white vagina. Okay. So, uh, get on that anime. You know, don't, don't limit yourself. Don't just save lives by listening to us and not killing people. Save lives by producing some, some brown babies, uh, some little tan tote babies that, uh, you know, can, can just go out into the world and make it less racist. <laughs> What's up, Rod and Karen? Uh, this is Josh. Um, okay, Francois Dellis there in the chat this time. I just want to say Happy New Year. Love the show. So, um, I was listening to a couple of your uh, guest appearances, like you guys on the Tennessee chat last week. Uh, last week. And then also the Dream Team. One thing I wanted to point out, he was a comment on Paul Giamatti. I think he was the orangutan and the, uh, the horrible remake of Planet of the Apes that he was telling the kid. So it's like, it feels like whenever they have one of those roles, they just call him out. And then also on the dream team, when you heard that Gabby still had a podcast, it was almost like you were like asking about your ex-girlfriend, like the sigh and like, like, Gabby still got a podcast? Like it was, it is hilarious to me. But, um, keep doing your thing. I uh, love the show and again, happy to hear class. Well, uh, obviously, you know, yeah, I've been on the dream team. I need to post the guest spots that I've done because I was on Righteous Prick. I, we were both on insanity check mm-hmm. i was on the dream team again um and yeah uh i uh they were talking about gabby's podcast i didn't know that she was still doing one because you know we don't follow each other on twitter anymore she uh broke up with me broke mm-hmm. my heart and uh things have never been the same nope. and uh, uh uh so we you know and uh i you know i don't trust her anymore so you know i can't follow her back at this point because i just know that she'll just uh eventually leave me again you know and i don't want to be a pushover you got to have a backbone guys you got to stand up for yourselves and uh somebody doesn't take you seriously they don't appreciate you then you got to walk away okay so uh that's what i would do now i have to ask you uh what was it jeff from new york was that what his name was was it josh from new york okay 
have you impregnated any white women today bro because like this what's really <laughs> important here is that we are diluting the race constantly that's that's the goal through white women like specifically don't even bring up any other version of interracial sex other than having sex with white women to dilute the race because that is the most important thing that we could if i could if if, if the blackout test does fail and i can leave you guys with one le- lasting legacy one thing that you can do to help the world it's not getting white women fired Mm-mm. for making AIDS jokes oh no okay who got time for that no it's for cream pies in these white women's no, that's what it's pies. about that's what life is about guys now get out here and do your part nba players are already beating you to it okay we know about them these guys are on top of the game but you there's no reason for you working at safeway to not get in there too now get to work everybody next voicemail Hey, y'all, Rashani, sick. Uh, anyways, shit. Um, just listening to the episode with uh, Ratchet Hatchet, and, uh, the part where the niggas was busting in the air, and you were talking about once upon a time in Mexico, and we were like, the bullets have to come down eventually. Uh, you know how my mind works. First of all, the thing I thought about was like dynamite. I shot that shit rock in the room. <laughs> and then thinking about shooting shit before you come into a room with somebody made me think about Dwayne Wade, which made me think about Ludacris. Which made me think about fathers in general. Which made me think about uh, Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So, all in all, thanks, niggas. (laughs) Now I'm going to go home and watch YouTube clips of why that nigga don't want me. Why don't that nigga want me? Anyhow, y'all be good. Um, yeah, like I said, it's Rashani. You know what it is. You know what it isn't. I'm out. Cali, I'm peace. Oh, by the way, it's 72 degrees out here on January the 2nd, 2014. Yeah. God bless California. I'm out. Peace. Peace. Um, first of all, man, what you need to do with that good California weather. Okay. It's still warm out there. They still wearing bikinis. They, yeah, people still wearing bathing suits going to the beach. Get down to the beach and get you with a white woman. Now, I know you're a married man with a family and you're kind of religious, and that's cool. You know, that, but that's not helping the cause. Okay. If you want to help the people, if you want to help the United States, if you want to get tired of the people like, you know, Phil Robertson having TV shows, what you got to do is get the fucking these white women. Because that is how you change the world. One white vagina at a time, okay? You hop oh up in Lord. there, put some sperm, get those eggs pregnant, pop out a baby. Racism magically solved because the dilution of the race is the most important thing that we can do in this society with our black sperm is just give it right to these white women's. Okay, don't 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 be scared just because you're a little behind in the race and, you know, all the NBA NFL (laughs) players are already ahead of you. But you got to get up in these white women, man. You see one at the mall, whatever you can do to just help out the cause like this is not about, you know, this isn't selfish. Okay, it's (laughs) it's not like that dude from L.A. wants a white woman. He got black women. He don't Mm -hmm. even like white people, Mm -mm. but he has to fuck they women to get the calls you know to, to to help out man so that's that's cool 
um rashani no exceptions i don't care if you're a father and a husband and all that you got to get these white women pregnant bro it's just what you got to do next voicemail hey y'all happy new year it's miss danny 10 just calling and show y'all some love and i hope y'all holiday season went well also how do you leave the five stars on stitcher because i've been trying to figure it out and i ain't seen it so i wanted to leave a couple three four if i can um but yeah keep doing a great job and everything and i will leave feedback later on in the week okay bye cool it is two ways to leave feedback on stitcher one is on whatever um phone device or either stitcher.com uh on on actually the your phone um do the black guy who tips and actually favorite us or put us in whatever group you're going to put us in and per episode it's actually a space where you can actually leave a comment you normally log in with your facebook i don't know if they do twitter but it's normally your facebook account and you can leave a comment there so you can leave a comment like every episode and but and also through the site at stitcher.com go to our page and in the corner you should be able to uh leave us a, a review from there uh and that that's cool that's cool that's one way to help out the show mm-hmm. but if you want to help out the world do you have any brothers or like dudes that you know that are black that you can introduce to some white women you have some white friends that maybe you could like bring over something so that uh you know we could bust all up in that because we need to dilute the race guys yeah. and we need to get rid of racism by diluting it you know and sperm is a good way to dilute something uh you know with all that you know get get the coming up in them and Do a bukkake. Uh, next thing you know uh first of all bukkake that's normally on the face you can't get people pregnant by coming on the face karen oh my bad only hardcore cream pies can really get up in there and totally you know internal cum shots is what i'm talking about karen uh if you want to help out racism and stop it danny 10 i need you to introduce if you got a man bring over some white women for him you know because it's the only thing that can help at this point we're in a dire situation in dire times and only through interracial uh sex involving white women uh breeding them will we be able to 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 solve this problem um and i believe you know more people need to pay attention to to that to the plight of the world through (laughs) fucking these white women that's the only uh, way. all right man <laughs> that dude really was like we need to fuck these white women to end racism that is an amazing thought yes it is <laughs> I, I applaud you for even coming to that conclusion he was so serious man that's so good okay um we have uh people that emailed the show and left feedback and this is the last segment so um my first time sending a feedback or something like that says malik hi rod and karen my name is malik but i go by huey i live in orlando and i've been listening to you guys since i was 14 uh thanks to mr gates wow 14 so how old are you now can't be more than like 17 18 right we've only been doing the show like four or five years yep i just wanted to say keep up the good work and keep being funny by the way black and oreo productions for the win my nigga okay um is black and oreo productions like your productions it must be well, and shot, is that y'all slogan them. because i feel like that's a good business slogan you should put that as your uh you should put that as your signature to all your business emails yep hi i was considering you using our studio and working with us uh, we would love to produce your podcast and uh also black and oreo productions for the win my nigga <laughs> ah yes <laughs> sincerely my <Willie>. nigga <laughs> aka huey from orlando oh florida dick 
<laughs> writes jimmy listen to the feminism podcast and it was good but i have a question why do some lesbians call themselves gay but oh this is gonna oh lord how do we get this, here whatever's about to happen after this is gonna be brilliant that's all i know like i don't should i even finish this one i feel like <laughs> You, your mind has already been blown. Am I correct? Is everybody listening? Like, mm. <laughs> we made from the wide gif with the camera floating around. I'm like, wait, ain't that just some shit? Wow. Why do some lesbians call themselves gay? That's what they call themselves, y'all. But y'all out there calling yourself. So you eat a little pussy now. You gonna call yourself gay? Okay, ladies. I guess if I suck a dick, I call myself gay too. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But scream to the high mountains how many dicks they own. Isn't that a bit of irony? Five question marks. So, you don't like men. You like pussy. You like pussy. You like women. You like pussy. But you buy all the dicks and strap-on apparatuses you can find. I mean, it's cool if you do, but then don't call yourself a lesbian. Just call yourself sexual. What? <laughs> what oh lord i can hear the voicemails from chill right now so what about slobbing down some other woman's vagina that ain't like a lesbian thing should owning a sex toy makes you not a lesbian according to this guy's logic <sighs> breathe through it <laughs> his last name is robertson though maybe he's one of the duck dynasty people I have a problem with you calling yourself lesbian when you like dick. Some of you even suck on the fake dick. So confusing. Performing all types of heterosexual acts, but you a lesbian. You don't see gay men buying up fake vaginas. They like ass and dick of a man. How do you know this, sir? Mm -hmm. Gay men ain't strapping on fake vaginas talking about fucking this pussy. I'm not buying it. Call yourself sexual, not lesbian. Don't put yourself in a box of sexuality just claim the broad definition of sexuality first of all that would be confusing one i love when people make these new rules don't call yourself this okay so when i talk to a woman she said she's sexual and uh, which means she ain't fucking me because i'm a dude well am i is that how i'm supposed to take it because another woman might say i'm sexual and she means she does like having sex with dudes mm-hmm. she's a very sexual person very open so, no, I reject your confusing-ass new language. Two, um, a vagina is a hoe, right? Mm-hmm. A anus is a hoe. Mm-hmm. I know straight men that have sex with women's anuses. Are they gay? Do they need to call themselves sexual? Because that's not a vagina that they're putting their dicks in. Ain't that the truth. Um, two, when gay dudes have sex with someone's asshole, someone's anus, um does that make them not the coat shouldn't they call themselves sexual because that's a whole i thought they like dick you know like shouldn't they just be rubbing two dicks together ah! why Why does there even need to be any penetration mm-hmm. like i don't like oh. uh who wrote this black twitter yeah this listen jimmy this is ignorant that's all next voice next email <laughs> not gonna, gonna not even gonna explain the rest just that was very very ignorant um another beyonce think piece but not really by sherry hey rod and karen i was sitting here listening to beyonce for like the fifth time and it came to me that no one especially the feminist community expounded upon the business aspect of beyonce she successfully took over her business which is essentially her from her father and has gone nowhere uh, nowhere but up from there yeah she was already you know 
very high up when she took over the business and yeah she's even more successful uh, uh managing herself she has not put out one album that hasn't done well and she does all this while maintaining a marriage a child white life and, and life in general mm-hmm. a lot of people can't say that they have done this or are doing this and making millions excuse me billions at the same time some people can't successfully manage a marriage let alone a career and i just wonder what you all thought of this sherry um well there's a couple things for this one i have seen some people that have expressed a lot of um um like had a lot of thoughts about the fact that she's a businesswoman and part of the reason they really respect her and look up to her is because of her business expertise and the fact that she has you know managed to really uh position herself at at the top of you know pop as a black female um and she's taken seriously yeah who's pretty much managing herself at this point um so i you know i've seen that but you know that doesn't make for a good think piece for a lot of people <laughs> for so you're right most of the think pieces tend to you know get about other shit that that, that is no irrelevant one about, but um, nobody gives a fuck about but the person writing the article yeah you're absolutely right um she's a hell of a businesswoman and uh i don't think that gets uh that, that gets overlooked a lot um you know but uh i feel like that's a huge feminist principle right being able to hold your own in business uh to be respected by your peers uh to be at the forefront of your industry uh, i feel like that's something that you would think a lot of women would be able to get behind but you know when you're writing a think piece you don't know how that you, shit's gonna be thinking end. about other shit yeah uh shaking my motherfucking head what did we do come on rod that was weak how in the he double hockey sticks does one man's prejudice and racist remarks turn into a referendum on new york and racially biased laws which exist there now i think this person is talking about when i was talking about phil robertson i was saying it's fucked up that some people are saying something as silly as well phil robertson is from the south and he's a white man so of course what he's do racist. Expect? and i was saying that that would be tantamount to saying well so-and-so is from new york and they're such and such so they're they now have this belief system right or i'm a black man and i'm from so-and-so so obviously i believe this and i feel like that's kind of a weird way to try to navigate the world because it's not always true and especially in a country like america where there's literally no region of the country that is not touched by racism ain't that the truth so you know um i knew that somebody somebody would probably take it personal and i think this person did uh, your remarks came off as typical, the typical Southern person defending the entire region of the country, the South, by pointing out what's not perfect in one city, New York, in the North. Um, here's the thing. I could do that for anywhere. We could talk about Cincinnati and their police problems uh, with brutality. and Chicago. Yeah, we could talk about Chicago. L.A. Uh, we could talk about L.A. Come on now. I just picked that one example to be like, this is new york is considered uh universally pretty much as the best america has to offer it is seen as the the, some people even call it the capital of the world so for i'm just pointing out even in the capital of the world where a lot of the people that were you know making all these pointed remarks about uh the south and phil robertson and all this shit yes i was just pointing out the fact that even in here where we we say this is the best america has to offer this city is our you know this this is our uh you know this this is our this is our forefront of of, of our actual like american experience even in this city 
we have a racist policy yeah, yes. that is stopping and harassing people that haven't done anything other than be black in a certain area of, of the city. Yes. And, and, oh, go, were you going to say something else? I'm sorry. No, I was, I mean, okay. I was, I, I, I was stopping. So you go, go ahead. Oh, and my thing is this, um, racism is all across our country. And it's funny when you bring up racism and you start calling out certain parts of the country, people become sensitive about the racism that you're calling out their part of the country. But it's okay for a lot of people up north to come out and say, well, all white people down south are ignorant. But when you say, okay, motherfucker, since we want to start calling out racism, stop and frisk is up there where you are. We don't have that down here. Well, we do have it, but they just don't call that shit stop and frisk. It's, it, well, it, no, we, we don't have I mean, stop and frisk. And I want to be specific about that. It's actually a policy. Yeah, like it's yeah not, we, we it's don't not, have it like a policy. That's not, right. Not, I'm no. Listen, I'm I'm being specific, and we need to be specific for this conversation because I think you're equating something that's just harassment. Yes, that you can't document or prove, um, and, and which I think is a completely different suspect su- circumstance that a lot of black a lot of communities have to deal with. Yes, right? it is. I'm saying this is our you know one of our best cities this is the thing that we when people come to america where do they want to go new york and this is the place where we go yeah but if you have this skin color and you're here we're gonna need to ask you some questions pull you aside and frisk you to make sure you don't have a weapon on you even though you may not have be suspected of a crime even though you may not have committed any crime we just you're just the wrong color in the wrong place that is the best our country has yeah, to offer. And it's a policy and it's on the books and right. And it's something that people have just accepted. And it's one of those things where no matter Well, people have fought against it. Yeah, I mean, Let's yeah, not say they have accepted it. Yeah, people yeah. have fought against it. But it's just the fact that this is an issue in this place which which where where it's seen as the place where dreams come true. You go that's here, true. you know, you can become anything you want to be. If you want to be a stand up comedian, that's where you gotta make it. If you want to be an actor, that's where you go. You know, this is where we have Wall Street. This is where you know, like mm-hmm. this is supposed to be the place where people go to become somebody mm-hmm. and we're going, Yeah, but not you. That's true. That's not, true. Not so fast. And, the line ends here. And it's one of those things where Racism is all across our country and it's implemented in different ways all across our country. And it's one of those things that when it comes to race and racism, everybody wants to assume we're not my country, we're not my place or not where I am and not where I'm at. And, and that's, that's, that's not, to me, that's not true. And it's one of those things where, um, if you are black in America, most of us have experienced some type of racism and some black people have experienced racism and they don't even consider racism at the time, like I've talked to people where they go, I didn't even think that shit was racist. But as I got older and I went back and looked, that was some racist ass shit. Yeah, but specifically keeping it to this email that he's writing, um, I'm only saying that it's a universally American problem mm-hmm. and it's not a defense of the South. It's a more of a I don't appreciate uh, the condescending nature that a lot of people have from up north and and people from down south we've been dealing with this shit our whole lives yes where they want to act like well in the enlightened north these things never happen and that's and so of course this person being from the south is the reason that they have these racist beliefs and my only point was it doesn't fucking matter where this person is from Mm -mm. 
because it's so fucked up in america everywhere yes and you completely skipped over that point because you got caught up in your little fucking feelings you can't take everything personal it's one of the problems that a lot of people do have with new york niggas is y'all take shit so fucking personal you're supposed to be tough you're supposed to be made of better stuff sterner stuff it's, it's like when you say uh when trinidad james basically say like well hip-hop's kind of run from the south now new york's not really putting out any artists or supporting them and everybody goes fuck trinidad james yeah fuck him for telling the truth so fuck me for telling the truth don't be so sensitive don't be a little sensitive ass dude about this shit i you, you don't own any of this land all right Mm-mm. all of us all if you're a minority in america this is not your shit anyway right Mm-mm, you you don't attach here. some type of misplaced sense of pride from where you're from i didn't defend uh phil robertson i didn't defend his speech i we did an entire episode on me saying like it's fucked up and mm-hmm. i don't agree That's and right. all this shit and yet somehow the only thing you walked away with this from is uh yeah you said some stuff about that happened about stopping frisking new york and i just gotta say some fuck you that is wrong, and that is not the way that I framed it. I only framed it to to actually to unite to unite us as a unifying bond of racism has is a problem everywhere, everywhere. not just in one section of the country. No. And you're doing yourself a disservice by even trying to write this fucking emotional ass email, dude. Like you're only hurting yourself by by trying to point this back at oh no 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 see you can't be bringing this up because we we never bring stuff like this listen you may you you weren't on my facebook page maybe you're not on my following my twitter timeline but i saw so many people that really were like oh this is a southern problem yes like this is a southern thing yes like racism never existed up north like it's one of those things and i've said it before we don't have subsections of our country we don't have chinatown we don't have all these subsections we don't have places down here where if you go if you go in this area you will literally get your ass whooped because you are outside of your area we don't have that down here we we, but like this south was forced to integrate we were forced to 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 interact and, and 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 get along with each other, even though racism still exists. There are some parts up north that are still segregated. Anyway, but yet you my, want to say this. But my my point isn't. But see, I don't even care about that. Like my point isn't that the South doesn't have problems. I'm saying we do. Yes, Every, we everybody do. in the country knows we have uh, racial problems and stuff like this. But they try to isolate it to just down here. And I'm saying it's an American problem. Yes, if you it can't, is. if you can't understand that, if you can't get behind that. Something fucking wrong with you because you're too sensitive about New York City to understand my point. Okay? That was my only point. It's a universal American problem. You can't agree? Your entire email is pretty much saying that as you're talking shit about me. Anyway, yeah, we have issues, but we aren't defending them by pointing out other issues that blacks and other minorities are dealing with in other parts of the country. But you, but you are. You were. That's what the... Well, what do you expect? He's from the South. That's what that means. That's what that implies is that, oh, these are your issues. These are these Southern issues. Of course that happened there. And I'm saying, yeah, but I don't say that with stop and frisk. I don't go, well, of course, of course some racist shit happened in New York. They got stop and frisk up there. I wouldn't say that Mm-mm. because I understand that that's an issue that is about racism Mm-mm. and that is an American problem, yes, not a just is. New York City problem. Uh, it is really confusing when why you choose to attack the racial harmony of New York City because some idiot from wherever chooses to say some dumb shit. What racial harmony of New York City? Like Karen said, little little Italy, Chinatown, 
little career what, like what what was this harmony you talking about you feel harmonious when you're walking down the street and they pull you to the side and be like yeah i need to frisk you you yeah. feel harmonious does yeah. Sha- was sean bell what do you feel like a lot of harmony coming at him mama do uh diallo what do you feel a lot of harmony was some harmony bullets like, what the fuck is wrong with you you have problems and you're in some type of weird ass denial about it so does everybody it was simply a reminder that we all have problems across the country no matter where you are you can do the same thing for any city i just picked new york city because it was understood that that is a landmark for america but i could have said la we could have talked about shit the fucking show we talk about all kinds of shit that happens all over the place yeah every every state all 50 states have some fucked up shit that happens in it could have done a whole show on just st louis like that the truth any atlanta pick a fucking city pick a state yeah it's not it's uh, we were just trying to say it's not a it's not just a geographic thing and you're sensitive because you're from new york city you probably think y'all gonna trade carmelo anthony to get blake griffin and that's that kind of weird ass New York centric thinking that that fucks y'all up, man. You gotta you gotta open up a little bit, man. Come on. Reminded me of some some of the stupidest some of the stupid shit I heard in college from some people or my jealous cousins growing up. Yeah, I'm jealous of New York, dog. Uh that that's what this is. You sound like those Drake people that are like, yeah, you don't like his album because you're jealous. You want you you secretly love his album. No, I've never been to New York. I don't care to go really not you know really not even on my list of things where i'm just like oh i can't believe i haven't gone to new york yet honestly so i guess if you think that's jealous uh fine you know but i'm not really jealous of the subway not jealous of the rats or the roaches not jealous of the smell um not jealous of the two or three hip-hop artists you have out of there that none of them are good i'm not jealous of any of this so uh I hear the pizza is fantastic though, so maybe I'll take that back. I'm jealous of the pizza, and that's really you and got the to Phillies. the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies cheesesteak Phillies are delicious. No, that's I've from heard. Philadelphia. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's not New York City. Wrong area. So, but um, yeah, I you know you're I did the pizza, and you're right. That I'm very upset about that, and um, I take it back. Uh, I'm jealous, and uh, you figured me out, Aslan. <laughs> I just I want to be in New York so bad. <laughs> um no one said our situation is any better um hell no hell no one said anything but phil phil robertson and what he said was some homophobic racist shit but one of your responses to that was the way was to say see shit ain't perfect there either shaking my motherfucking head that like i said um you got so um defensive that you completely went ran right by the fact that i started that by telling you that i saw all over my timeline all over twitter and mm-hmm. my mentions all over facebook and people going you- people from new york people from the north people from other places were saying specifically, specifically this is a southern thing, problem he looks like it and he- you completely glossed over that and decided that no one from new york said that no one from the north said that and you don't understand how that condescending bullshit led to my response so because you got so defensive about your city uh which is your right i mean if you want to be defensive of that city that's fine but don't expect me to have to uh placate you um so you know whatever man just uh continue to be defensive about that shit man that's fine because at least if we do have problems in the south um at least we acknowledge and talk about them and 
I feel like you trying to act like I'm attacking the racial harmony of New York City is probably um coming from a defensive place in your own mind. And you gotta you gotta you gotta look past that, man. You know? Um there's plenty of shit that happens up there that people have issues with. So um and and anywhere in the country. That that's the whole point. It can yeah. happen anywhere. And I'm and no one's all over your Facebook page or all over your Twitter or whatever so, talking about some y'all typical just ignorant. Yeah, typical. What did you expect the yeah, mayor of New York to say? Of course he hates black people. Nobody would say that because um, we're not condescending douchebags like that. Um, I mean, I am, but not in general. Other people aren't. Miss you guys. Hey, Ryan and Karen. It's Rain Lover eighty two. I haven't written a review for the show in a while. I'm behind about two weeks in shows. I love the way the show has grown and progressed so much since I started listening three years ago. I have so much love and respect for two people I don't know, but I feel like family in the sense. I wish you guys much blessings and prosper. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you too, Rain Lover. Mm-hmm. Um, love the show from Chris. Uh, I really enjoyed the podcast. The last episode was really on point, especially the GFK beginning. One of my favorites. Y'all, uh, oh, good. What is GFK? I'm not sure what that means. Y'all were so on point with the Duck Dynasty story. I couldn't stop laughing. Keep doing what y'all doing. I love it. Much respect. Stone L Terrible from Forget That Radio. Well, thank you very much, man. Forget That Yo Radio. I uh, appreciate you, dog. We do. Sterling writes in, listener feedback. Hey, Ryder Care, hope your week is going great. Just checking in with a little listener feedback after episode 613. Y'all were talking about those body pillows. I remember one of y'all saying normally women get those. That's true for the most part, unless they're anime cuddle pillow, cuddle pillows. Uh, then them nerdy white boys love them shits. <laughs> um, you know, what's funny is, uh, I was only bringing that up because I was so insecure about the guys who had cuddle pillows that I had to point out that women have cuddle pillows. You see what I'm saying, guys? Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't want to admit it because my own insecurity with, uh, cuddle pillows and men is, uh, just too, hard, too harsh. So I was just trying to change the topic and defend cuddle pillow men everywhere. We saw a dude at New York Comic Con who purchased one. Hopefully he purchased it at the show. He may just bring it in with him everywhere like a downfield life partner or some shit. And had it under his arm with the meanest of mugs. Like he would knock you out if you street harass his body pillow. <laughs> How you going to be holding a Japanese body pillow and look angry at the world? I think it was so that people wouldn't think he's a nerd. But come on, buddy. You're in New York Comic Con. We're all nerds. Thanks for the Christmas card. It was everything a real nigga could ask for. By the time we send our Christmas cards out, it will no longer be Christmas or New Year's. Just a happy MLK Day card amazing shows this week till next time peace sterling the official new york giants fan of the blackout tips well thank you sterling yep, we appreciate and, it anytime you send the card is the right time and uh yeah i don't know what's going on with those i've seen those like japanese anime body pillows and shit and i've always thought that was a little weird um and uh surprise those guys don't get clowned more for that honestly <laughs> twitter rant on love from brad brandon he says what's up rod and karen uh new happy new year to you let 2014 be another year of great things for you guys in every way possible it's brandon aka bill monty commenting on the long twitter jail daring rant that rod had on thursday about love marriage and all that jazz just wanted to say i appreciate rod's reasonable perspective on relationships and how even though y'all appear to be a very happy married couple you never get on your high horse and make it seem like something is wrong with folks who have failed to achieve what you guys have to this point 
your rant the other day it's funny that like in twitter we can't think of a better way to talk about a random spate of tweets than to say rant because like it wasn't a rant but rant just kind of like in my mind implies like this anger yeah but it's but but like, but in the twitter universe it's not always anger it's just yeah. like a series of just a, a, a train of thoughts yeah it's just the word that we came up to talk about a train of thought it could be like you know your rant on love like i was being like love motherfuckers listen god damn it y'all gonna get some of this love <laughs> shit take it all i'm mad and i want to talk about this love uh your rant the other day reminded me of a conversation i had with my mother and older cousin where they basically said i wouldn't be shit if i didn't have a wife or kids by a certain point uh my my mother thinks something is seriously wrong with a man who's over 40 and doesn't have kids or never been married while my cousin thinks happiness is impossible without a life partner i relayed that story to illustrate that family pressure to get married stay married have kids and other things is very real mm-hmm try to appease them leads too many people down a road and they don't really want to take but that they don't really want to take but feel as though it's what you're supposed to do especially yep. especially women true religion is a lot of times a driving force behind this as well my family uses that reason a lot and when i tell them it's not essential for me to find a wife or have kids just a luxury at best i'm happy uh um yeah just a luxury at best i'm happy to see you guys uh don't live your life in marriage that way you're an inspiration for that I don't want any woman to be with me because she feels like she has to be only because she truly wants to be and vice versa. I think the world would be better if people didn't feel the need for validation from others, including people they love. But that's wishful thinking, isn't it? Anyway, just want to chime in on the wisdom you relay. Continue the great work with the show and hope everything is well for y'all. Monty out. Well, thanks, Bill Monty, uh, a.k.a. Brandon. Um, And yeah, I basically was just saying how like... um, it's funny how people like have stigma with like divorce and shit mm-hmm. um because i was talking about like it's weird that i think there was a show on uh for like couples counseling or something and people were dropping all these different thoughts about marriage and stuff and it's you know you see people all the time i, I you know i constantly see stuff you know i I don't want a man that's you know ashy or some shit you know you're just like it's fine you can have whatever standards you want but I was just thinking how like a lot of stuff with with love is so luck based mm-hmm. and just timing and like yeah. temperament. Yeah, and 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 I don't and honestly, a lot of people don't really look at love like making a good recipe. I don't, for those of you that cook, and when you're in there cooking, a lot of times you be like, well, yeah, I'm gonna make this cake. The first time you make it, you might not have enough salt. The second time you make it, you might not have enough baking soda. The third time you make it, you might put too much shit in it. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of how it is in life. A lot of times it might not work the first time, might not work the second time, may not work the third time. You know, you might have to have a, little, a whole lot of... Hold on. I got to go back. The show, I accidentally logged out of the show for by mistake. <laughs> that, that's my bad, guys. Sorry about that. Let me put myself on screen. Sorry about that, guys. I accidentally logged out of the show by mistake. Go ahead, Karen. Sorry about oh, that. Okay. So can I hear me now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go okay, ahead. okay. <laughs> oh, he's sorry, y'all. He didn't mean to do that. Um, my thing is that when it comes to um that everybody's different. And I feel as though you shouldn't get to the point and I agree with the, a lot he said and our thing is like we have the same pressures that a lot of other people have too, but we've just accepted the fact that we're different and we're okay with that and we're content with that. And a lot of people feel the need and go into a lot of debt and go into a lot of unhappiness and getting with, with people that they ain't got no business being with and being unhappy or either if they do get the bus feeling shamed and not wanting to share and feeling 
uh, depressed and oppressed because they feel like they failed when a lot of times, uh, a divorce is not a failure. A divorce, divorce to me can mean a start to a new beginning, but so much of our society don't, don't look at it like that. And guess what? Sometimes you're just with the wrong motherfucker, male or female or whoever you choose to marry. And people don't want to admit that either. Well, um, yeah, I agree. And I think as a masculist, I was really speaking more for the male perspective because I think, um, and I, you know, I, I, you know, you guys can, that don't care about this shit. You can turn the show off and we'll be back tomorrow with the guys from three guys on. But, um, what I was trying to say is I think there's a lot of pressure on men to act like we're not happy in love because yes, I don't even really talk about how happy I am. One, because I do think it's a bit condescending. Yes, it is. And also I think it takes too much credit because a lot of this is just luck and and a lot of it is also just temperament and timing and you know some stuff we just really lucked out on yeah and and i do agree with you a lot of a lot of people have subscribed to that oh she is a bitch oh you know i'm i'm ball and chain or or oh she's always telling me what to do and all this shit and it's one of those things where Everybody has their own diff- different definition of love and what being in love is. And uh, my thing as a woman, I didn't marry a kid or a child. If I got to monitor you and watch over you and tell you what you should and shouldn't do, it's not worth my time. But that's just me personally. But uh, like I said, for dudes, I feel like uh, a lot of um, just that's just like the social pressure for us to be not happy and for us to be like with our mother figure who is making our life a living hell the ball and chain you know how it is guys that bitch my wife and there's so much pressure on us socially that i think a lot of people fall into that because they think that's what they're supposed to do and there's a lot of unhappily married dudes that only did it because they thought that's what love is is you get with a woman that looks a certain way and then she tells you what to do for the rest of your life and makes you miserable and that is you know some type of weirdly defined happiness, you know? Um, so there, I, I think, you know, and I remember, uh, and I've said it on the show before, but I remember when I was like 21 and I played basketball on this company basketball team and all the guys were 35 and up except me pretty much. And I remember them like being shocked. I wasn't cheating on you shocked that we were engaged. Uh, and, um, like bringing, they would bring their, uh jump off side piece mistresses quote unquote and these would be like the the sluttiest stripper looking chicks they would bring them to basketball games if we had them at the like nine o'clock so eight o'clock nine o'clock ten o'clock they would bring girls to those games they drive their motorcycles the girls would be on the bike of the mic bike with them and shit and you know and then the games before that time they would bring their families and be the same you know next week you know game at seven do family and two children in there and wife's on the sideline and you know yeah Yeah. and then the the next week they're there with some some stripper chick and you know i think they felt um insecure about the fact that i was you know saying like uh because they basically were like well you're gonna be doing the same shit and i was like well you know i don't think i will you know I, i you know i'm happy and i you know i don't uh and they basically were like oh you're gonna be cheating and your wife's gonna change and wait till y'all have kids and wait till this and i was saying that a lot of stuff that we've done for our relationship um one of the biggest services we've probably done is being very honest with each other to the point where um 
we could be like yeah i don't want to have kids oh you neither cool yeah because that kind of shit made our life happier even though we've had outside pressure of people that think we should and you'd be great oh you guys would be such great parents you guys would be oh you're gonna have a kid it doesn't even matter what you guys think yeah um it does matter and we're the only two people that matter so that the truth you know you can live your relationship however you want to and it really shouldn't matter how people uh you shouldn't let the social pressure outside of that fuck you up and then no because at the end of the day you are the only one that has to deal with your happiness it's one of those things where it was like you don't want a wedding cool i don't either nigga we got bills all right yeah like we don't have a wedding we didn't have a wedding we don't have a house we don't have children um and i think a lot of people you know can't even imagine uh a life where they don't do those things Mm -hmm. or even worse there's a lot of people that can't imagine it they would love that but they don't have the guts to do it because they feel like they're gonna get checked by so many people like Mm -hmm. now i gotta explain why i didn't have a wedding now i gotta like it's my fucking marriage i gotta explain to you why i don't want to have kids come on now you know what i mean yes i'm perfectly healthy yes my reproductive system works. works fine i don't want kids you know what i mean like shit like that where you just you now have to deal with these people that, you know, they really have no business being in your life telling you what to do because they don't have to live with the consequences of your actions. Set out but you end. end up, but you end up, you know, being a slave to these people trying to keep up with the Johnsons. And, um, I was saying, like, somebody was like, yeah, well, you know, sometimes it just happens too late and, you know, you and Karen, you know, y'all are so good and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, also there's, you know, cause they were like, you know, you know a lot of times you fail at these relationships and that's that's the reason that people fail and i was like but what you're calling a failure to me is not a failure no it's a di- not a divorce is not a failure a it's break not. a breakup is not a failure no, most relationships not. people only go by marriage but if you just statistically looked at just a cold-blooded numbers evaluation i would say a high 90 something percent of relationships do not work out ain't that the truth right how many times you've been with a boyfriend or girlfriend and you thought it had a long-term possibility and it didn't work out and somehow that feels like less of a failure than uh when someone's marriage falls apart Mm -hmm. and the reason is because i think marriage is a sucker's bet it's like buying a lottery ticket but believing that you're going to win the lottery and people are scared because the stigma attached to getting a divorce is so prevalent in our society people judge you openly it's fucked up yes it is oh you got a divorce you're somehow a failure you're lesser yeah you're lesser at love than me and i got like and and, and, as other people not you know you got people that have probably been serially monogamous and fucking up those serial monogamy relationships their entire lives but they find out that you got married and divorced at one point and it's like oh you you don't know how to yo you fucked up a marriage yeah you know but but what's the difference (laughs) it's a long-term committed relationship yeah and it's a sucker's bet and i think there's a little bit of embarrassment to the fact that you believed in this at some point you believed that you could be with one person for the rest of your life for eternity and till death did you part and it didn't work out and now you're a sucker because you thought you found the one and we all get to make jokes at you and at your expense and look at your gigantic failure that we all noticed and i really think that that's where a lot of this insecurity comes from is where a lot of people are like you know kind of scared off from even talking about it and i'm like you gotta take the stigma out of that shit and i don't judge people for getting divorced i think it's tremendously tremendously brave yes it is because so because so many people are together right now 
they need to be fucking divorced. Yeah. They, they use excuse for the kids. They use excuse for the job. They use excuse yeah, and, for the money. And, and is it when really, y'all don't need to be together. And is it really good for the kids no. to see what has probably become a dysfunctional relationship with where there's no romantic type of love between their father and their mother at this point? Yes. Is it really, you know, is that really good for them to see? You know, I, like it always weirds me out when people say stuff like, I'm a good father. I'm a good wife but basically i treat the mother or father of my children like shit yes and talk about them and condescending to them in front of the children and 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 just come off very very, men and women both sides do this and when you're talking about divorce the thing about divorce it's frowned upon for men and women but divorce is especially double in my opinion frowned upon for women it's like you failed as a woman Mm -hmm. if you get divorced you know, a lot of dudes are more apt to bounce back from that socially, and it's more apt to be more acceptable. Um, it is still a stigma fulfilling a marriage as a male, don't get me wrong, but as a woman, it's almost like, oh my God, you feel as a mother, you feel as a wife, you feel that you just fucking failed at life in, in general, versus at the end of the day, a lot of it is, it, it, it comes down to people putting a stigma on a woman to be everything at all times, and a lot of that comes to putting your happiness before every fucking thing else putting your happiness before your kids putting your happiness before your husband putting your happiness before everything else and when it comes to life in general women are kind of taught your happiness don't mean shit well i also believe that uh from a standpoint of children like most of us form our idea of what love and marriage is at a very young age and it's why we're so pretty much no matter how old you get you're pretty much still gonna be stupid about love because you believe what like a child believes and in some and in some cases i think it's healthier for the record like that unhurt unjaded really optimistic part of you that loves just almost unconditionally that like that is the best shit ever and everybody's really just all this relationship shit everybody's really just chasing that feeling again Mm -hmm. Now, some people have become pragmatic about it and they've decided that you can't do that shit anymore and they have different ways around it and they're kind of managing their feelings and, and that's that's an adult way to look at it. I, I'm not downing them, but Mm-mm. honestly, man, like the highest of high, the crack cocaine of love is that, that, that un, just that un, uh, just that unrestricted, like, love that you have for somebody that unrestricted like feeling and admiration and joy and being around somebody and shit like that um and i think that's what everybody's trying to chase down and so when you fail at it it's like everybody watching someone slipping ice in front of them mm-hmm. everybody laughs even though they've all slipped on ice but themselves but it's you know. like now's an opportunity so one of the things about um but i was saying like one of the things that i think divorce is good for is like sometimes a kid can see a healthy relationship between their father and their stepmom, their mother and their stepdad yes. that they never would have saw if the two, if their, their family would have stayed together and the father and mother were miserable every day, mm-hmm. you know, treat, talking to each other like shit, treating each other bad in front of them. Because no matter how small that kid is, they're smarter than you think and they're picking up more than you think. Come they're like, on. kids are like emotional sponges and they're picking up the discord between their mother and, and their, their father. father. And they're going to carry it with them their entire time. Sometimes you look up and at, at 35 and you're talking to someone and you're going, man, your belief system on marriage and relationships is completely fucked up. Yes. And, and you go, and, and, and I'm thinking like, but it's not maturely fucked up. This isn't something that happened to you 
when you were 40 this shit happened to you when you were six Mm -hmm. so you saw something in six that fucked you up for life and you held these beliefs and you've held on to the things that confirm these beliefs to get to 35 and be bitter to get to 40 and be bitter to get the you know whatever it is um and this this is across the line for both genders and stuff yes it is but i was just you know anyway this all kind of started because i was just saying like i think it's kind of cool and i don't say it enough probably to just be happily married and whatnot and maybe you know i and i think part of the reason i don't say it is because i don't want it to become a brand i don't want it to become a thing that i say but you know so many people were like following me when i was talking about this and i was like i don't feel like i'm and people were like oh it's just good to hear a man that respects his wife and respects and loves being happily married and stuff and i was thinking to myself like it's actually more sad that there aren't more people. That this isn't the like normal the, like, standard. Yeah, this should be the default for when you want to make a commitment that is lifelong, is that you are trying to be happy and that you are doing it with a more of a, a balanced approach to it. Mm-hmm. it. And that you have a love and respect for your partner. It really shouldn't be the exception. When I tell people I do a show with my wife, the first reaction shouldn't be, oh my God, I can't believe that shit. That's crazy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because everyone in their mind is thinking, could I do a show with my wife? Fuck, Fuck no. no. I could not do that. You know, and, and women do it too. Cause you do a show with your wife? Wow. Like I couldn't talk to my husband about controversial shit five times a week. Like we, I would have to kill this nigga. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And you know, like embarrassment of divorce and shit like that is so fucked up. Cause I, I was like, how many episodes of snapped are based off of that? A lot. I killed this person cause I don't want to get seen. divorced yeah you know i don't want to be seen as as a person that is failing at at, at marriage so i'm gonna kill somebody because i would rather be the person with a dead husband or spending time in jail so now they got no daddy and no mama well no they don't when you kill somebody you're not planning on going to jail i'm saying the person doing the crime is like i would in my mind at some point they said i would rather be the person whose husband died some type of weird violent home invasion or some shit that like that than be the person that got divorced. Yeah, because because it's frowned upon so much and it's one of those things where here in America a lot of people live in these extended families and I think extended families are a good thing, but a lot of people don't consider extended family a good thing. Like you said, as far as having a stepmama and a stepdaddy, you know, that's all right. You know, instead of having two people to care about you, you got four people to care about you. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't really consider that. But at the end of the day, when parents are happy, children are a lot more productive in school they're a lot less emotional have emotional issues and things like that and that's something that people don't want to talk about either because so many people say we we are we stay stick together for the kids when in the long run you end up fucking kids up really bad yeah the kids don't want to see that shit either no they want their parents to be happy they want the people that made them to be happy and as long as you happy most children don't give a fuck who you with as long as mommy and daddy are happy yeah it's better for them to see a happy relationship between two healthy people than a fucked up one between two fucked up people yes that they came from and i don't care who you are if you're disrespecting the parent of that child that's half of their that's half of where they came from and who they are and i think kids pick up on that shit um so i i think people have to be more careful about it um and you know a lot of people are and we're all learning and because uh sarah J was saying uh the, the porn star she follows me on twitter and she said something about um 
you know how her getting divorced was like a huge thing and that's what she needed to do a lot of people it's funny when i brought because i think everybody was going to think i was going to say something like because someone asked me a question about divorce and i think people thought in the middle of me talking about how i love being married i was going to be like divorce that's so fucked up and when i was just like oh no that's what you need to do sometimes and it's actually probably braver than even getting married in the first place um and it's definitely not a bad thing to get divorced i think it's good and i think once i said that it was crazy how many people hit me up like i got divorced and this is the mm-hmm. thing this is how it helped me and, and so you know i was scared about- and i got divorced because of this and people were i thought people would judge me yeah people and, f- talked about the shame attached with it and why yeah, they didn't tell but it was family funny, and their friends it was me saying that it's not shameful it's to, not. in my opinion that had people be like yeah i, I will talk about it now you know what i mean because people feel ashamed and it's sad that they do um so in the it's like funny because uh in the midst of me being like i love being married i'm also being like but i would never want to be the dude that holds somebody back i don't want to be the i don't want to be the reason for any unhappiness i don't mm-hmm. want anybody walking home seeing my face and going damn you here again <laughs> nigga it's you like i would rather you divorce me i like i'd rather you leave me than cheat on me i'd rather True. you just leave get the fuck out because I'm the kind of person that I feel like if I'm not appreciated and I'm not and I'm I'm hurting you somehow just being around, I don't want to be that guy. Mm-mm. So give me the chance to get the fuck out of the way and you can go find happiness on your own without m- me doing anything to hurt you. You know what I mean? So it was just funny. It was a good conversation. Um so many people chimed in. Uh thanks to everybody that that did participate in that and uh yeah, I wasn't even planning on bringing it up on the show but uh and i think someone even storified it or whatever but uh yeah the two things i would like to leave with is one divorce isn't necessarily a, i don't think it's a bad thing no it's not it's not the pretty end much of the ever. world pretty much ever by the way because at least one person didn't want to be there it doesn't really matter how the other person feels right ain't the, yeah ain't that the truth um but then the second thing was um i don't think men i i'm, I'm kind of fighting against this idea that we need to be ashamed to be happily married man or that the only way to be happily married is to hate your circumstances with your kids and your wife mm-hmm. and all this stuff and i think you have to fight against it for your own sanity you're gonna constantly have to fight against what people expect of you and what they want you to do yes so you're gonna need to be the person that says no i'm not gonna buy this house or I'm not gonna, you know, get myself into twenty thousand dollars of of wedding debt yes. to start off my marriage. I'm not gonna do that because I actually do not need to live my life for you motherfuckers. Like every day I'm gonna come home to the same person, hopefully. And if that person and I decide, you know what we want? Xbox ones and no kids, we can fucking do that because yes, we're adults we and we decided this together and this is our journey and not yours. So that's the only thing I would like to emphasize is that there's like if if you're not happy in your relationship and you want to just check out and get the fuck out, I understand. But if you're on the path and this happens a lot, you're on the path, you know, you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. There's somebody right now you're engaged because you think you're supposed to be engaged. Yep. You're going to have a wedding because you think you're supposed we'll to have, have a wedding. wedding. You're going to get married and buy a house because you think you're supposed to do that. You're going to have children because you think you're supposed to do that. And the next thing you look up, 15 years of your life have gone by and you've been fucking miserable, every single one of them. And you start realizing you compromised a long time ago. Yes, you did. And it's not too late to salvage that. Every day is, you know, the next day that you can, like, kind of start over. Mm-hmm. 
um start trying to find your own happiness and stuff yes whatever that happiness is but you can also nip that shit in the bud today and save yourself 15 years of heartache yeah so, you looking at the motherfucker going nigga i don't need to marry you yeah go ahead and be like i'm out yeah some of y'all are compromising right now you, you don't even like that person but y'all got engaged because that it's about time or something yeah shit. I, I, or your I, mom I a certain age your mom kept asking that the family get togethers and there's too much pressure don't let everybody do um don't let everybody try to form your life for you no because only you know what truly makes y'all happy man so um all right man we'll be back tomorrow with the guys from three guys on i know this is a long feedback show but uh it's been a couple weeks man so uh uh it'll probably be shorter than last time uh next time and all that stuff um so uh until tomorrow i love you you too baby